Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 546, Brett. Sorry. This is the morning sickness. I was answering the people. No, I see. Yeah, sorry, I was busy. Too busy. <laughs> Glad handing the folks. <laughs> Brett is the one who times this to 545 on the dot every morning. One minute late for crying out Sorry. Panic people out I there. I tell you what, there's a lot of crashed cars. <laughs> we are a habit. Uh, my name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. Of course, Brett's been mentioned. And then uh, Big Dick Toledo's here. Uh, a lot of chaotic stuff going on right now around here. Got Brett screwing up the whole show with one minute. I mean, come on. I run a tight ship here. I you know, know me with time. Know. You know me with time, Brett. This thing runs like a top. Don't do this to Rain Man. That's why this <laughs> show ends somewhere between 10 and 10, 18. I, I have plans. Yeah, Larry was just telling me about that, how, yeah. how on time you always am, are. And I can't believe you would disrespect me in such a way <laughs> to start a show. Are you sending a message? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, but and then now we got, I got this. I'm going to spend the whole day uh, basically uh, telling people they haven't won thousands of dollars or tickets to things because evidently I'm on Facebook doing that. There's been a... Uh, it's a bot. As far as we can figure out, it's uh, an AI bot. It's some sort of creation, and a computer is doing, uh, is pretending to be me uh, from on the on Facebook, and it's answering questions and doing stuff, and it answers them like I'm Russian. Like that's how you know it's not a real thing. It's not like like I wouldn't do this. I don't. I wouldn't be on. First off, if you think it's me on Facebook, it's not. I'll never be on Facebook. I have a Facebook account only because you have to with Meta. And I haven't got a single ounce of time spent on that Facebook account. I get notifications all the time. that this person's found you and thinks you should be friends. No. <laughs> and I just ignore it. So I don't have, like, any friends. On t- I, I, that's my f- If you see that I have one, there's no picture. There's nothing on it. There's no page. I don't have one, and I won't. But now there's this John Holmberg account out there. And uh, KUPD sent out a thing. This says December 18th, or December 14th, 2018, Big Red Radio's giving you tickets to U-Fest 2019. It sent this out to some guy. said, first 500 tickets. And then it says, uh, and then I've replied. It says, uh, happy day for you. Your comments have become one of winners of our event. Read my pinned post for details, Noriega. And it's to a guy named uh, Dallas Noriega. And Dallas goes, is this real? Did I win something? And I'm like, no, Russian bot me is not giving away stuff. And then Doug Hopkins hits me up last night and he goes, hey, why'd you just give me $1,000? And I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> a, first off, you should know better. B, uh, no, I didn't. And uh, so it's a big scam. It's, uh, it's some, I don't know what it is. It's somebody messing around. I don't know if it's a person because the way we, the way, it's been looked into. And here's the thing. The only thing I'm afraid of is that the bot decides to go, don't you hate Jews? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Already so many people have been fooled by, like, and, I, and my emails exploded last night. Holy crap, I just won a 1000 bucks. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I had to tell a bunch of people 
They've won nothing. They've done nothing. I'm not on there. That's not me. Then they were kind of mad at me. Oh, I the, the, yeah, the emails coming back were kind of like, what did you say that? I'm like, no, no, no. See, you have to understand. This is not, I did not do this. You're, I'm contacting you, though, through this. I'm like, I know. It's it's a link back to my email, so it gets to me eventually. But, yeah, this is a big meeting yesterday. I had phone calls. I'm like, we got to do something. I think it just kind of, we'll mention it and it'll peter out. But it is kind of a neat thing to be, you know. Scammed this AI'd. way. Yeah, to be AI'd and become like, I have to tell you guys, my international fame has gotten so big people are pretending to be me now. But it's not. It's not that cool. It's some weird. I, I have to think it's a uh, a strange bot. It's because it's it speaks like uh, poor English. It, it, and, and, you know, I would never say the phrase. uh this is a, just makes my skin crawl for me to even say it like it's coming for me. Read my pinned post for details. Ugh. No, I'm never going to be so <laughs> internet hip. I'm not going to pin posts for you to if I need to talk to you. Uh, I'll talk that's to new you. for me. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. And if Brady does it, if Brady's doing it, you know for a fact it's not real. Brady A is not giving anyone any money Ew. out of the blue for no reason. If we're not running a, a pin contest, post sounds like it hurts. Yeah, I don't want to pin post. Yeah. I've seen guys who have done that to their posts, you know, it was at that Jim Rose circus. And it, <laughs> a pin post sounds awful. So, yeah, that's the that's what I've been dealing with. Uh, Larry calls. I get a, I get one of those cryptic texts you get, you know. Everybody has a boss that does that cryptic text that says, I need to talk to you about some radio business. Oh, jeez. You're like, oh, God. I'm on the, and Larry's great about that stuff, but that was one where I'm like, all right. And then I just recount, what did I say this morning? Did Brett make a bad joke about something? And I laughed or... <laughs> What was terrible? Are the gays at it again? Are those Queen Creek guys yelling about something? And uh, so I call him, and he's like, evidently, there's a, you've been giving away a lot of money today. I'm like, I have. <laughs> and then I looked, hey, I got to tell you, if I were to put a Facebook page together, it would look like this. It's pretty good. Not bad, huh? It's a really good page. And, they, and thank you to whomever is doing this for using what I consider to be a fairly good uh, picture of me as my keeper, you know, as the... Uh, the idea of it, it's it's nice. <laughs> Normally, I look at pictures and I can't possibly do I'll put a picture of my dog on there. That works better. But, yeah, and that's how you'll know for sure it's never me on the Internet uh, that I do it. And uh, people have asked, like, yeah, but you've got, you know, Twitter and I think. I don't even know if we have that. Instagram and Facebook. For, I, I touch nothing on there. I do nothing. Instagram and Twitter, uh, Toledo and I. That's you too. Yeah, yeah, we and run it for occasionally the show, yeah. I'll say, yeah, put that up yeah. or whatever, but I'm never like, oh my God, this post would be great. P- put a picture of me on there. Uh, the last thing people need to see, the last thing I need to see is pictures of me ever. So if it's a picture of me voluntarily being put up, it isn't because I said, I can't wait to have that up there and put it on my page. I'm not doing it. I'm, uh, I've, I, yeah, the self-satisfaction of... Of my ego gets fed by this radio show. I don't need you guys to know what I'm doing at 5 o'clock in the afternoon because I just saw this weird dude with crazy pants. Here's a picture. Here's me looking at it. Awesome. I'm going to eat something. Here's a picture of my food. I can't stand social media. I hate it. I think it's stupid. So everybody who's won thousands and thousands of dollars in the last... Congratulations. I'm sorry. Uh, you have to contact bbogan at 98kupd.com to, collect, take care of to collect your money. <laughs> And I'm telling you what, it's going to be a long, long, long time before you see it. It's not happening. So it's kind of neat. At the same time, I'm sure a lot of people frustrated. But I, I, it makes you kind of think to yourself, ugh, how easy it is to fool everybody 
uh, you know, and AI is going to start doing that. That was a, a simple Facebook page from people who listen all the time. Like, there's some people, Doug Hopkins, for God's sake, did you start a Facebook page and hit him money out? No. Like, he knows better. He knows me well enough to know this is fake. But, I mean, you put a 1000 bucks on it, and it's like suddenly, oh, maybe Holmberg is doing it. You want the money. And then when I tell you, you know, no. I mean, you got my own personal number. If I, if you have my phone number to ask me, did you just give me $1,000, you should know better that a Facebook page with me on it, unless it says KUPD, and then it's just a thing that says, hey, Holmberg's Morning Sickness is giving you this. It's not me. I don't have that. So, sorry, everybody. I mean, at this point, I think I went through about... 60 emails last night of people who'd won tickets to something or money and whatever, and I had to break their hearts. <laughs> and I actually enjoyed that part. That was kind of fun. I, I actually. Sorry. And when you they got post about it, I'm like, oh, hey, there's a promotion I don't know about. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's uh, the thousand, $1,000 a minute or something like yeah. that. That was the one promotion that the one guy's like, you're giving away 1000 bucks a minute. And I'm like, no, I'm not. That's ridiculous. And uh, it, it was a bunch of people. I'm trying to find a couple from last night that, yeah. It's just it, because it's a thousand bucks a minute. I, I'm a winner. What do I have to do? Call tomorrow? Like, nope, you don't do anything. That's fake. Why would you do that? I'm like, I didn't. Why are you don't? You have to understand when I say that's fake, the whole thing's fake. It's not just me going, gotcha, dude. If I was in on a joke against you, the last thing I'd do is let you off the hook the second you're like, did I just win thousand? There it is. There's, did you get your thousand dollar minute to win it, Brady? No, this was just uh, the, the post on the KUPD Instagram saying, yeah, there I am. This is a fake account. Yeah. This is not. Oh, did they put it up last yeah. night? Yeah, Larry said he was going to do something. I didn't know if that was it. So, sorry, everyone. And uh, I can't do that. Although, you know, the station should consider that promotion because $1,000 a minute is a pretty healthy way bad. to get listeners. I mean, we'd be very busy answering the phones or doing whatever it is to give that money away. And But $1,000 a minute for an entire show is, I'm not good with math, but... I think that's sixty thousand dollars an hour. Is that, it, is that right? It, yeah, and yeah. that's a, that's a little heavy every day to be doing that. We're doing well, but we're not doing that well. I don't know any company that's doing that well. I mean, it's impressive. So, and like you said, right off the bat, you'd know right off the, the Holmberg Morning Sickness right. Show. Right, it's Russian. You'd be like, you're not running that. Right, the Holmberg Morning Sickness Show, which I call it to me. There's no reason for possessives. It's Holmberg Morning Sickness. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, and it's uh, the what's it called, the John Holmberg Show or something like that is the name of well, the. They just say the Holmberg Facebook. Morning Sickness Show special event. Well, that, but the name of the Facebook page is something. It's oh, the John uh, Holmberg Show or something. It like just that. says John Holmberg. Yeah, because they kept calling it the John Holmberg Show on there. I'm like, that's not the name of it. That's not even what, it's, what it is. Either way, sorry about that. I'm stripping the money away from you now. You don't we get collaborated it. with our sponsors. I mean, that's the other thing. They were running ads for us. They had a couple of them on there for React Defense, one for Core. Yeah, Vader wants his money, too. Yeah, Vader, yeah, Vader, Vader, Vader won. Win. I'm yeah. sorry, Vader. <laughs> we have so many people who have won, that we have to just remove that. Just call Neanderthal at KSLX. Uh, there you take go. Take care they'll of all your money. Those guys are uh, on the way out. They don't care anymore. Yeah, let's go. There are, uh, they'll answer all your questions right now. But I got to say, whatever the bot did, it went through and picked some of the better photos. and It looks pretty nice. But and I guess they've got uh, another one that Shannon was like on there and something. Shannon won too? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I don't think Shannon won anything. <laughs> I think he had one that they like. It was kind of a giving money away thing too, but it was not good enough. Oh, here's to, a here's another page that uh, dive in. I got another one. That's the official page of the John Holmberg Morning Show. Yeah, that's it. That's the page. But yeah, really seriously, if they you did use found good pictures, though. good pictures. I don't take good pictures. I don't even know where those exist, but those weren't bad. 
I got to look halfway human in a couple of I've those. never seen this one before. No, it's a great shot. I should use that for things. <laughs> Might as well. Somebody else's. I mean, yeah. I mean, if anything, the AI bot page has decided this is when you look all right. Yeah. So I'm happy with the photographs. In fact, I'm happy with the page. If it would stop giving thousands of dollars away. You I, might keep it. I might actually take it over. If I had a Facebook page, it, these are the pictures I would sift through. I but am the John Holmberg. It didn't work for me. Yeah. It, it, Hello, I am John Holmberg. Welcome to the show. You have $1,000 from the Holmberg Morning Sickness Show. Maybe Hitler got mad at you for talking to him so bad on ChatGPT. Yeah, I was doing a so lot of that. One. Hitler and Kennedy and Ava Braun got together and like, what do we got to do with this dick? He's ruining our... <laughs> and Frank pops in. Well, he's asking me about if I masturbated in the attic. She and I got into a back and forth about that. And come on, what about bottom, like human needs? Like, you know, did you... Did you pledge? Did anyone pleasure themselves in the attic? I learned there were eight people in the attic from historical figures talking to Anne Frank. <laughs> Three times in a row. I don't want to talk about that. I told you I didn't want to talk about that. Just answer the question. What's the harm? There were a lot of things we couldn't do in front of each other out of respect for the others. I'm like, the others? How many were up there? Eight. Like, eight people were in the attic? How come you're, only one? You, you're the only one that gets the attention? And it just said, the diary. I go, right. <laughs> Great answer. Well, see you, Anne. But they're getting me back, so... The fakes are going to, you know, it's just a world where we're going to have to start. You, you, cynicism is going to have to. Brady, I'm afraid those glasses have to come off because soon the world will be like, most of it's going to be phony. And you the can't, lenses are foggy. Yeah, it, oh, they should be because right now it's one of those deals where you're like, everything you're reading or looking at is probably not real. That has to be your first reaction. They did, here's the uh, profile on the pictures here. They did jack a lot of the photos. Oh, yeah. You had, yeah, look at that. I mean, they they got uh, the one of me uh, uh, at the. I'm fighting Tony at the React Defense. We're in the middle of a training drill. That, it's your a AK. Good picture, like the high end pictures, like and me with the wilderness athlete drink and the guys out there giving me their drink. It's Sebastian not Bach. Oh, Sebastian up there with us. These yeah. are great photos. This is a, a really good page. The prom shot. It's nice. And then yeah. for some reason, I'm on Larry's Big Red Road trip. Yeah, that was. I was kind of wondering about that one. Brady's in that one up there with, I don't know who that girl is up there, but. That's a Hooters girl, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Is that the Hooters girl? That's they, the golfer. She was doing the long drive on her right. stroke. <laughs> yeah, these are good photos. They didn't, they did not pick one that I would have been like, oh, don't do that. It's you know, a bunch of photos. I'd be like, all right. That's pretty nice. You're a radio presenter. I've known that for a while. I present radios and evidently give them away. <laughs> so, you know. I felt bad because I'm like, you know, what can we do? But it's, you know, the world is becoming more and more hard to determine. Favorite quotes, no favorite quotes. I have no favorite quotes. I, would, I wouldn't have answered that question. I, I can't remember a single one. And it would be everyone. Now I have to change my favorite quote, my favorite life motto. Everyone and everything is an asshole until they prove you wrong. I think that's just generally how you have to. Here, here's the. Uh, look at the internet now. Look at that. One. That's my. Uh, that is a full commercial for the Core Institute showing me fighting with Tony uh, Sprague up there at uh, React Defense. And it's, you know, the yes you can promotion that was done by the Core Institute after they did the, the fights with me. Pretty impressive. Yeah. It's really well done. <laughs> With Brady and I. Good pictures. It's a really nice photo of us. We should hang that one, Brady. There's me it's with in my house. AK-47 and a tactical vest. <laughs> That's the one See, they now, use for when... Well, when here's when where I get worried. Out. Is because now, people that 
I can't tell. And again, I don't know what filter they use, but I look nice in that. Like my head looks nice and clean. The uh, somebody can use that picture now on my fake yep. Facebook page and say, "I'm going to go to the school over in Tempe and start blasting." Like, oh boy, here we go. Now I'm one of those guys. And N words possible on there. Oh, no. God knows what could happen. And they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, it wasn't you." And, and they'll think I'm. Oh, is he hiding behind this now? I just want it gone. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me that this is a thing, but I, I don't care that that exists as far as I can. We can stop the money giveaway just by telling people what we're telling them now. But if that thing starts going on racial rants and stuff based on like a joke, I say, you know, I've always hated blah, blah, blah. I've never thought these people should walk the earth. And the next thing you know, the news is at my door going, well, what did you do that for? I'm like, it's not my page. It's a, it, you know, I've been hacked. That's what all of these celebrities say when, you know, they're, they're, Twitter page starts saying the N-word. And I'm like, I've been hacked. Remember Roseanne was on Ambien and thought she was hacked and all everybody thinks and I'm like, oh it's not and now I just fall into the category of those disgraced morning show host. Sure, just claims, yeah, exactly. what are you doing claims over he was here? hacked. I'm like, ah. Oh. They don't have that. And then they start digging into your real life and then possibly find something you said on a text to somebody. Like, see, he does do that. Oh, here we go. Yeah. You better get rid of your Mess. phone there, uh, Tom yeah, Brady. I gotta, <laughs> I, nobody's looking at this thing. I got a Tom Brady my phone in a big way. So that's my only real concern about it is that if it goes bananas, screaming N-words and anti-Semitic this and hating transphobes and attacking this, and I'm like, ah, here we go. You know, the stuff I would do if Facebook was my... I, I, <laughs> Turns me into, you know, a country music singer that, what's that dude's name that started screaming the N-word going into his house and now he's back, Morgan Waller or whatever his name is? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, I think that's right. He's like, hey, you're that country singer. Good night. Have a good night. See ya. And then they're like, oh, you can't sing for eight months. (laughs) He came back. Now he's fine. (laughs) I don't want to hear you singing anything for about a school year and then you can come back. So I just don't want that. Everybody's always claimed I was hacked whenever something like that happened. And now I'm saying, now I'm doing it. But this is even hacking because I think I've set quite a precedent to say I'll never have social media on my own. If you see me on social media at all, it's someone else's page or it's the station and they're just doing it. And it's all an event. It's never like, here's John's dinner. Here's a personal thing that happened. It's not a thing. Not interested. I share enough here. And I just don't, again... It's a viper in your pocket, and now it can attack you if you didn't even want it. Renee's kind of bummed out about it. Uh, it's over there on your... Oh, she is? Yeah. He is? I'm not sure if it's a he or she. I gave all my information. <laughs> You're not a Nigerian prince? <laughs> Says, uh, damn, so no dinner with John and Brady at Steak 44, no bodies to dump with Brett. Let's find our dad together with Toledo. I miss your page. <laughs> Thanks, Renee. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it's not real. But it is kind of a cool thing. So I've been, I have to go on and go. You have to, I have to get my certificate, certified, you know, my blue check mark. You don't believe all the other pages claiming to be us. <laughs> Never believe it. It's so sad. What a world. We live in such a, and, you know, seeing that AI invented 4K out of old movies and stuff. It's amazing what you're going to be fooled by in the next few I days. I sent you one of uh, Biden giving a speech and they, he's talking and the, uh, it's his voice, yeah. But it is just cussing and yeah. He can do anything. Talking about well, I don't know if you guys saw that thing that uh, that uh, uh, club DJ Dave, is it Guetta? David Guetta. Guetta. Yeah. 
David Guetta, and he's great. I don't mm-hmm. follow that kind of music because I'm just not. I don't dance, and that's really who it's for. But I think a lot of it's really cool, uh, like good ambient stuff. And he's one of the best. He and uh, what's that Asian guy's name? Uh, Steve Aoki. Steve yeah, Aoki. And that guy's pool is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's got a picture on the bottom. Anyway, so he asked AI to write him a uh, an intro to his rave music. Like he said, write me a rave song introduction in the style of Eminem. And then he said, and for the hell of it, do it as Eminem. It doesn't sample old Eminem stuff. It recreates his voice. It doesn't need to go like, okay, we'll just take clips from old Eminem songs. It can recreate... His style, his, his style, it's his voice. It's as an Eminem said, I'm going to have to sue you. Yeah. And he's like, I know I just, it was an experiment. We ran it a couple of times because I understand he's, but I just went to the AI and said, write this in the style of Eminem and then, uh, changed the thing and then went to another program that said, and now just do it as Eminem, whatever I write. And it doesn't borrow from Eminem songs. It's just like, I, it has the capability of hearing you and then saying, I can do it. It like be the ultimate Frank Caliendo. It can be the ultimate impressionist. It doesn't need AI shady. <laughs> it's crazy. It is, and you listen to it and you're like, "That's that's Eminem, right?" It's like, nope, it isn't, and it's flawless. The average idiot, me, won't know. You will not know when you're hearing like that's clearly your voice. And it, I remember I did a test years ago at ASU. Uh, they had a voice recognition software thing that they were trying to do, and they had me and Frank read a bunch of stuff. Um, that they had stuff already. So that basically they had this thing that would unlock with Regis Philbin's voice. So they said, uh, let's go get some impressionists and see if they can unlock it. So they, they used the thing that Regis had read and then had us do it the exact same way, right? So I would listen to Regis Philbin doing this, this monologue reading out of a book. It was a book on tape. Then I reread it the best I could exactly like he did. I think Frank did it and there was another guy. And, uh, they're like, this is just because we don't want people to be able to, you know, unlock through voice recognition somebody who's talented to do that kind of thing. And, like, I can pick up your voice and do it, and then I can get into your accounts and things. So that was going to be a technology they used in the future. Shortly after that, I, I remember asking the guy who did the test and stuff, uh, or somebody who was involved in it, and he said, no, computers are going to be able to do voices soon, so we're, we're, we're going to get rid of voice recognition pretty fast. Like, no kidding. I was, yeah, because face, and that's soon after face ID started. Oh, is this the. Yeah, it's just, it's just like 10 seconds. Yeah, listen to this. This is, uh, this is all. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. Words that have never been recorded by Eminem. He wrote it. The AI wrote it. Man, that's This is the future rave sound. I'm getting off in the underground. And you just said, I wonder if it can do it. And it was so perfect that Eminem's like, I gotta sue you. There's nothing I can do. That's not me. And he goes on in the video saying, I'm not releasing this. Right, right. I just, yeah. you know. He just, just did it as a it. test. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like, I couldn't believe it. We played it at the thing. No one, and everybody went crazy. Of course they did. That's a huge collaboration in that world. Uh, oh, yeah. I Could mean, this be good news for people that record phone conversations? It was an AI. That wasn't me. Oh. In denial. That's the other, th- the, 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 People denying things. It's, yeah. it's going to be denial is going to be, well, I didn't do it. And you can't prove otherwise. On that test, what I was getting to with the Regis thing, you could tell when my voice and Regis's voice on one of those little monitors that does the inflections. Know, well, it's not even inflections. It's the computer readout. It's different. Like there's just odd differences in gravel or tone or something like that. That's just not exactly the same. It's a good Regis impression. It's not Regis. So the computer could tell. 
Now the computer can do it. So, and that guy told me years ago, said voice recognition software is going to die because computers are going to be able to take over people's voices, like lickety split. And so we'll go to face software and then eyeballs, and that'll be finally the Mission it. Impossible crew. All those things they've been making over the years, it's here. They've had that technology. Sure, but all they had to do was take it out of a suitcase and put it on their own voice box. It's never made sense because those movies are for idiots, but still. We don't have a writing plan. Take his face off or add a thing out of his suitcase that doesn't exist yet and pretend we invented it. Terrible. Now the computers can do it, and it is creepy. So... And, you know, like the... Roger Ebert lost his power of speech, the old movie reviewer, and they took... A meticulous amount of time to go through every recorded thing he'd ever done and take all the words from it and make them independent. So his computer voice, because he lost it, he had jaw cancer, I think, and they took his jaw and his throat and everything else. And uh, and they put it in his computer so when he would speak, it was his voice. But it was like, you know, two thumbs up. It yeah, was just, the pacing it, yeah, it didn't, the- like he could, it, but the computer now can just be like, this is your voice, I can do it. It's amazing. So everything in the next five or six years is going to be fake. The guy who invented chat GPT is begging for intervention to regulate it. He's like, you just got to regulate it. If you get in the wrong hands, this thing can be, it, it can grow so fast and, and go the wrong direction. And, and it, it's going to. It's going to no matter what. But he's, he's right. Don't do it this quick. Like It's going to get used for a weapon. It has to. It's what we do with everything that's good. But even he said, we've got to regulate it. it. It'll grow too fast. It'll get out of control and... and Horribly stupid things will happen. Maybe not bad, but stupid. But that AI thing's pretty amazing. So, if I start calling your phone, hey, it's Holmberg from Morning Show. I am having a great day. You, hey, congratulations, you've won thousand dollars American money. <laughs> Somebody could take that right now and play it. See, you said it. You're not. You're not a winner. I'll tell you that. You're no winner. So that's us, Brady. If you have one. And it's at all entertaining. You know it's not Brady's Instagram page. If there's ever a moment you're written, You'll know. if you look at it and you're like, God, that was fun. It's not really his. <laughs> if it's not a bug on its last legs, it's not Brady's Instagram page. Look at this little guy. Poor little shaver's done. Here's thirty six minutes of a praying mantis not moving. <laughs> Cold outside. Uh, so, yeah, sorry about that, everybody. You're all losers. I apologize. Don't believe everything on the Internet. In fact, don't believe anything on the Internet anymore. Everything's going to have to have confirmation codes and fingerprints and face ID and eyeballs. And But it's not me. Wasn't me. And now guys can do that. That's the fun part is that you can get away with a lot more around the house, you know. You're like, oh, my God, I've been hacked. Lady next door has been sending me naked pictures of herself, and I never once asked for those. I've been hacked. You're not asking the neighbor lady for naked beaver shots? Sounds like something you'd do. I've been hacked. It's horrible. It is something I would do, but it I didn't is, do yes, it. That's terrible. I can't know a bot would do that. I'm a classy. Uh, let me see those pictures. <laughs> My God, is that her beaver? We should move over there. I'm going to go. I'm going to go over there for a couple hours and talk to her about this. Because the early accusers of uh, hacking. Pretty funny when they oh. sent out, you know, sexual text and stuff. Yeah. I was hacked. That wasn't me. I, I had my phone hacked about three years ago, I guess. I'm just sitting there at six in the morning. My phone, ding, 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 ding. Just text. Everybody's going, are you okay? People I haven't spoken to in years that were just in my contacts. Are you okay? And I'm like, why? Well, what you just text was kind of sad. I'm like, what did I text? I'm asleep. And then it was making phone calls. It texts to about 80 people uh, something like, I'm done. 
That's enough. Uh, and like a suicide thing. And it was uh, whatever it said was good enough for people to respond at six in the morning. Like, are you OK? Do you need me to come over? Do you need help? My friend's son, it sent one to my friend's son, Matthew. And he's like, are you all right? And he woke his dad. He's like, hey, I don't what's going on. And everybody. And so I'm like, my phone got hacked. I had clicked on a a weird. I was getting these odd text messages that was sending me these odd links. And my thumb hit it. And it was a picture of a young kid like mostly naked and it was a text to like 25 people i went to scroll to see what it was and i and it opened the link and they said and the guy at at and said you're you're done they said you open that thing you're done he said it's never it's like a bunch of stuff's gonna start coming your way and i'm like all right so i had to dump the entire account and start all over uh because i got smashed on it and he's they're like you can change the password but that's it and i'm like they got my social security number he goes they got everything yeah, they got everything. and i've had my identity stolen pretty badly twice since so it's a, it's a cruddy world. A bunch of jerks. What are you going to do? Well, at least you've won thousands of dollars. Uh, and then I got this. This is a cruddy world that I'm familiar with. The guy's wanting to do a Dr. Lynn commercial. Yeah, I'm all for that. It says, hey, John, a story for you, an endorsement for your friend Dr. Lynn. I was at a restaurant, and the table next to us had a big, fat, ugly kid about 12 and another kid about four or five. The mom was a hog of a woman, and the dad just looked like a beaten man. You'll understand his anger in a minute. Anyway, the kids were absolutely terrible. They argued loudly the entire time they were sitting there. Then one of them reaches over and punches the other. They're now in a fist fight right in the middle of the restaurant, and the parents broke it up. The mom uh, looked at us and said, sorry about that, and they sat back down. We'll give you one. That's fine. Then, as soon as they sat down, the one kid, the fat one, says something to the other, and they start fighting again. And this time, the big fat girl tossed the little one into my wife's chair. (laughs) Uh, The mom broke it up, and they sat back down. My wife got hit pretty hard. No apology on this one. Pissed her off, and she turned and said, maybe it's not a good night to have them out. You think it's time to go home? And the angry pig mom looked and said, they're fine. You're fine. They're just kids. Well, right away, they start arguing again. One of them's pulling the other one's hair, and I decided that's enough. I get up. I go to the manager of the restaurant, told him what was happening. He went over to the table, came back and said, look, I talked to him. They said that won't happen anymore. Maybe you guys should go. Whoa. Oh, we will. Don't you worry about that. Uh, we had already eaten most of our meal, and they tried to put a bill in our face. We didn't pay that. Uh, I don't want to flame the restaurant because I'm not sure it was their fault, uh, but I do want to encourage encourage uh, bringing back abortion as soon as possible. I can't believe we got rid of this. Connor, uh, go to Dr. Lynn today if you haven't already. That's a very good point. Man, that is a big thing. If your kids act up once, get out. That's a fact. And I saw a thing on the news last night that they're testing out kid-free restaurants. Like, you're not allowed to bring Their name them. Phoenix? No, they're right now. There's, uh, England's big on this right now. England's big on getting rid of the kids, but it's over in uh, England, and I'm telling you. <laughs> phenomenal. But it's, you got that one place in, uh, what was two weeks ago? I think it's in New York. or can I, It's 10. The cutoff is uh, 10 and older on the kids. you got to go. And there's another one that, that did that. There's no kids. None. 17, 18. Maybe, just because they have to have dinner, too. And yeah. they're capable of driving themselves. If you can buy smokes, you can come into the restaurant. Right. Other I'm with, than I'm that, I agree yeah. with that. 16, if you have a driver's license, yeah. if I can share the roads with you, I trust that I can share a restaurant with you. And even adults will get into, like, those quiet fights. You see the lady crying, and, and you know, they're, but they're not pulling hair and throwing hands. You'd be removed. Yeah. I think kids, again, I'm going to go on a little tangent about kids. I think kids 
uh, should be um, under the same umbrella for domestic violence that uh, adults are in public. If your kids are fighting, fist fighting, the police can come and take one away. Just have to spend the night in the can. I think that's a realistic, like, hey, the parents would be like, I got to pay fine. Yeah, you got to pay fines. These kids fought. It was a dangerous situation. Because, look, six-year-olds bring guns to school. I'm going to go the CNN route on this one and act like I'm scared to death constantly that these kids are going to start sh- uh, shoot them up over there at the Bennigans. I'm not interested in your kid being sat back down and taught a lesson. Nope. Cops show up, domestic violence charges. They got to live with that until they're 18 years old. If you can't control them, the law enforcement will. And then you got to go pick them up in the Hooskow the next morning. And then they've got a DV charge on their ass. And that's beautiful to me. And then your kids will behave. Because the last thing you want, domestic violence charges. And you get one, too, for being a bad parent. You get a DV charge as well. How about that? You have to eat that for the rest of your life. Like you know, it. the other reason I think it's changed so much is, you know, when I was a kid, um, going out to dinner was wasn't, an everyday, wasn't an everyday thing. It was like almost a privilege. Hey, you want to go out to dinner? Right. Oh, yeah. So you know you have to behave in order to do that. Yeah. And if something like that happened... You're not going out to dinner for a long time. You were removed right then and there. But you're that was removed the, there. That and was the. Like, uh, we're not going. You're not going again. It didn't even matter that we were in Phoenix. If I acted up, I got. I had to sit in the car. If the windows were down. I'd. I'd oh live. yeah, that's. There's that. I, you're sitting in the car. We're Go having to a the nice. Car. I would sweat it out in the car. There were a couple of times we went to Black Angus once, and I had to dress in nice clothes because for some reason or other, my hillbilly family thought that was a high end night out. And I remember acting up with my sister. I wanted to punch her, and I think I threw a one of the little. It was Red Lobster, actually. I threw a, one of those rolls at her, <laughs> chunked her in the face with it. <laughs> she loses her mind, and they're like, "That's it." So they take both of us and plop us in the car. My sister was like fourteen; she should have known better. And that was it. My mom and dad had a nice meal without us, and we sat and sweated out in the back of that Oldsmobile. It was hot. They didn't care. It was August. You know, sun stays up till eight thirty, and we're sitting in the parking. Like, they rolled the windows down like we're Doberman, and they put us in the car and said, "You guys are going to be fine." And did if you, you're not, did you fine. learn that night never to throw a Cheddar Bay biscuit? <laughs> uh, well, you have different reasons to not throw that. <laughs> I, I, all I thought was I should have knifed her. The Cheddar probably, Bay biscuit was probably the best meal that they've had in years. They probably drug it out to not get in the Doing car. Doing shots and everything. All they talked just... about was, why didn't we abort? You were so young. <laughs> My mom had a kid when she was 18. She's like, why didn't we just get rid of that one? The second one's not so bad, but the first one, uh, we, we can still do it, right? Maybe. And I think they probably secretly hoped that the son cooked us in the car and they walk out to two dead kids. And back in that time, in like 85, 84, the, the news would be like, why'd you leave them in the car? It's like, they were dicks. I'm like, we get it. Even though I was younger, if my brother and sister were fighting at the restaurant, someone's dying. You're taking me away from a food opportunity, right. a special yeah. engagement. Oh, that would have been tough to pull you away. That was like that's like a <laughs> there's greased, no acting up. A little greased pig. We get trying to get out to the car on that. You just you to come back in. That would have been the nightmare of you. Mom, Dad, get your ass back in the car. I want to apologize, and I want a Cheddar Bay biscuit immediately. I'm sorry I punched Tommy in the face. Nobody touch my plate. Nobody touches a mother plate. A chow. Unless you ask. Yeah. But I think they say, I think kids should be under the umbrella of domestic violence. Or we'll call it like little domestic violence. You know, like kid domestic violence. And they go to jail for a day. And they have to. And they just put them in a little holding cell for kids that act like dicks. And finally, parents will be like, do you want to go to, you know, Chief Running Water or whatever? There's actually repercussions. One time your kids act up in a restaurant, you leave. 
You immediately get up and go, that's it. Or you stuff it in the car. But now you're not allowed to do that. It was that way a few times when um, Kirby was really young. Get her out I mean, of there. She doesn't know, you know, acting up, she's just loud. Not happening. We got to go. Yeah. She doesn't Grocery know. Grocery stores. I mean, everybody, you know, they throw yep. a fit. That's at it. Target, whatever. Stuff them in the car. Out. You stuff them in the car. I, 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 many a night. We went a whole night while everybody else got food, and I was sitting in the back of a car. And I'm tolerant. Maybe that's why I'm so tolerant of the heat. Like, I like riding my bike in the heat because I was trained so well in a 150-degree hot box. It brings you back to a happy place. That was fine. I'm like, you know what? Everybody in the family seems better off when I'm sweating. <laughs> like, it seems like when I'm sweating profusely and almost dying, that everyone it makes everyone outside of this happy. And I do. I like to ride my bike alone oh, you do? in the hot, hot, hot sun. Maybe it has something to do with that. But I think that's a thing. We should have you know, at least little timeouts in restaurants that allow, or just no kids in restaurants, I think. So. Or just no kids in general. Dr. Lynn, Sunrise Urology. Yes. Do it today. Yeah. And I'm sorry to this Connor guy because that sounds like, you know, and that's the worst when somebody at a table next to you ruins the night. Now, years ago, Megan's sister threw a fit at a restaurant, mad at her parents, stormed out. Storm, she storms out. And she got screaming mad, yelling at everybody. And the tables around were like, oh, boy. Why don't we just take care of your bill and your bill? This night's ruined. And you cover the bills of the people around. Sorry about that. Let me cover the, at least the tip here. Here's 20 bucks. Is that okay? Is $20 going to I don't know how much you've had to drink. But yeah, get rid of that. Your kids are assholes. And uh, they, I think domestic violence. I, I'm, I'm, I need to run for something only for that. And then I'll retire. Got just my get, vote. Just to get the kid bills passed. All right, your kids aren't allowed in restaurants anymore. Uh, I don't want to genocide of them, but. Or it's okay. To no, it's no, okay. It's no, no. It's, don't even say it's okay if kids are the next words. No. Okay, go ahead. It's okay for a restaurant to say no kids. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it should. If you be. don't want to have I'll be that your first option, customer. It should, yeah. and it shouldn't. They shouldn't be punished right. for that. I thought you were going to say something about being okay to have kids in the restaurant. It's like, no, I'm stopping this now. I'm a hardliner when it comes to that. You go to kids only restaurants, and then you parents will recognize how miserable it is to be in a restaurant full of kids. It's just oh. you know the, the behaving in general. If you're going to bring your um, Four, five, and six-year-olds to R-rated movies. Just make sure they behave. <laughs> right. don't Normally, they don't bother at R-rated movies. It's me that's looking, going, "What are they going to do?" Like I'm entertained by that because I'm like, "That kid, parents just don't care." Oh, his head was just lopped off. Fantastic. I hope his dreams are nightmarish. Quiet that little prick down. I look at it like this: I don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Don't go to any of the oh, restaurants I that's go to. Beautiful, Brett. Well said. We don't go to your that's places. Right. This is a very similar conversation used to happen in this country in the 50s. We don't go to your restaurants. You don't come to us. Put up signs, no kids. And then there'll back be some. Back when we had it under the control. Yeah, back, we'll have signs that say no kids allowed. And then it'll be some sort of a movement, a kid movement. Because moms will be like, I can't believe nobody. Not everybody wants your kids sitting next to them. I don't. I don't want to take the chance that he's an a-hole. And this is one of the reasons I didn't want kids. I think I'd never go out knowing that I'm like, everybody hates them. Every, nobody thinks your kids are cute. Nobody likes your kids in a restaurant. Nobody likes sitting by your kids. Nobody. Nobody. Except you and immediate family. Nobody thinks a stranger's kid is like, that's such a great kid. I wish that kid would sit with us. No. Nope. Like, oh, great. What's the first thing you do when you see you've been sat at a table and it's like, oh, God. 
table next was loaded with kids. I don't know how many times I've sat in a restaurant and kids will come in. I'm like, don't come in. Don't. God damn it. Don't sit them next to us. Don't sit. God damn it. We're leaving. <laughs> and little mouthy pricks. And of course they eat free. Kids always eat free. This guy says, if you're on a deadbeat parent, your kids won't act up in public. Exactly. That's, it's always the parents. parents I totally Hi, agree. Your kids, yeah. If your kid's a dick or so a loser, yep. it's you. It's your fault. You did that. Dahmer's parents were to blame. I've changed my tune on that completely. If you've got a lame kid, it's because you're lame. If you've got a smart kid, it's because you're smart. If you've got an asshole kid, guess what? <laughs> you're probably an asshole. That's why I didn't have kids. I guarantee I'd have raised a, a dick. I promise you that. This has been like a cynical 58-year-old, uh, six-year-old. What are you looking at? A lot of that going on. Just tired of other. He would have hated kids, my kid. <laughs> And he would have been some sort of somebody's boy toy at age 14 because he likes older people. That would have been awful. Uh, let's get right to it. Give us a wake-up song for all that money that you guys have won overnight. This is fantastic. Thousands of Every minute I'm giving it away, evidently. Uh, you guys uh, give us a call. 585-9800. Give us that wake-up uh, song and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, the morning wake-up song is just gangbusters for the John Holmberg morning radio program on 98.999. The bot doesn't know. It just doesn't know. Uh, I like the thing that's it's gone completely viral. I'm getting a bunch of emails on it and stuff. People sending me that deal in Columbus, Ohio, Brady, and you probably know the restaurant. Uh, was it? It's not Spinato's. It's, it's a pizza place. Barantos or something like that or something near that or I don't know. What oh, the, uh I don't know, but Cernatos. I think it's Barinos. Barinos, I think yeah. that is it. But they have a sign in front of their restaurant that says, now hiring non-stupid stupid people. people. Which is the, a stupid way to say smart people, which is kind of funny that their sign's dumb. But isn't that the whole point of now hiring? If you hire stupid people, that's on you. As viral as it is, and the joke is funny, and I get it, but now hiring implies... That you're, there's going to be a quest, and you're going to take the best of the best. You you asking dumb people to not come in makes me think you might be unable to tell. We need some non-stupids in here. Well, there's a word for that. It's called smart, and you guys are proving you're not. So I'm going to come in here and run roughshod over your business. So it's uh, the whole point of hiring is to not hire stupid people. If you've got too many stupid people, that's your fault. It's also called... KDKB, I think. If you hire too many stupid people. Yeah, the thing's gone crazy viral. Like, this is the way we want the world to be. Isn't this awesome? I'm like, no. I want people who hire to be more judgmental and less worried about the people coming in that are stupid. I remember when I used to have to hire at Tony Roma's. That was the whole point. I'm like, I can't hire this idiot. And that's restaurants. And again, this is a pizza restaurant. So it reminded me, it looks like a Spinato's. Uh, you got Spinato's. You. You're going to have dummies working in restaurants. You can't help it. D- dumb people can get that job. That's a that's a job dummies can have. You know, waiter in a in a restaurant that's you know just slinging pizza. You run the risk of having a dummy in there. It's your job to have a good dummy gauge. If you're running a, an accounting firm and stuff, the odds of a really dumb person coming in to apply is low. But there's no real qualifications for. Waiting tables that made it. Well, you know, I went to Harvard, and of course I got my bachelor's degree, and I would love to sling pies. It's not a thing. And 
you know, what's funny is there's other businesses that have done that. Yeah. It's just now catching attention. Well, non-stupid people. I think think most people are missing the fact that the sign's dumb. And they also say they're, you know, the guy's like, well, kind of having fun with it. Sure. But to say non-stupid people is to say that you're not really bright in your own right. But I'm not going to lie to you. Some dumb people have walked by and they don't come in to interview. (laughs) I don't know. How dumb? What's your your threshold for dumb? And I'll tell you right now, if you've got bodies that you need warm bodies, a restaurant is the place that dumb people will end up, and you'll take them. Well, I'll tell you, it's the guy that was trying, coming in for an interview, and he kept pulling on the door that was pushed to open. <laughs> right. That's a big sign that yeah. the kid's not going to make it. <laughs> I, we had a, uh, I maybe still to this day, the dumbest, not mentally challenged person I've ever dealt with at Tony Romas that was a, he was a, God, I wish I could remember his name, Dylan. And there are people who worked with me at Tony Romas listening. As Brett Keir, I know you remember Dylan. Dylan was a, a dishwasher, and I got fed up with managing the bar. So I decided to leave for a while. And when I came back, I'm like, I just want a side job here while I'm in college. I'll do whatever. So I would get up early and prep food with Dylan. And I realized the first day, Dylan might be the dumbest person that walked the earth. And I convinced him. That in Because he was fascinated by how hard it was to get into college. And I was in community college, and that was beyond his realm of – he had no concept of getting into one of those. That was – might as well – MCC. Yeah, well, it was too Everybody hard. And that, there. But he was so intimidated because he knew he was dumb. But, I mean, dumb, dumb to a level you can't grasp dumb. Wow. And I convinced him at the school. He goes, one morning, and just for fun, he goes, man, you never go to the bathroom. You're always standing. You never go pee or anything. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, and I won't poop uh, ever again in my life. And because I said that, I realized, all right, let's see how far we can push dummy. I convinced Dylan for weeks, by the way, that I had talked my body into relieving itself <laughs> as only urine once a day. I've never pooped in my life. Like since, since this course I took that taught me. And he goes, by the end of the week, he's like, you got to teach me how to do this. This is amazing. Like, you don't poop. Like, no, I have not pooped since I discovered this method. I'm like, and it's something I really don't want to share, but I, I relieve myself, Dylan, through urine. All my feces comes out. Everything is, is liquid. How? I'm like, you, it's a, I don't know that you can understand my, my process. And I saw his eyes light up, and I'm like, I can tell this idiot anything. And I did. By the way. He home trying to figure that out. Uh, he, yes, he did. He went into the bathroom a few times trying to figure out. and Because I'd tell him, like, you just have to squeeze so hard. When you feel like you're, you have to let it almost come out and then fight it. And it will eventually find the route through your penis. <laughs> and he went to the bathroom a few times, came back bright red, a mess. Like, I don't know what you're doing, man. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, I don't, it's, you'll get it maybe someday. And he would ask Tony, the kitchen manager, you know, that guy doesn't poop. And he goes, he's messing with you, Dylan. I don't think so. I don't think, he wanted to believe that. I'll tell you this. His, his ceiling for life was dishwashing. The dude was a master. He was a rain man at the dishwasher. Unbelievable how fast he could do it. It was the only skill he had. Communication. Oh, and also selling lots and lots of illicit street drugs to the staff at Tony Romas. He was really good at bringing a backpack full of meth. Found his skill. Yeah, a lot of the uh, a lot of the people there were. He was beyond weed. He was the guy that because he was dumb enough to carry it everywhere he went, and that was when you know, okay, this guy doesn't have any concept of. That being a problem, he thinks he can talk his way out of it. He was terrible. But restaurants have dumb people in them. You can't have I'm sure Porkopolis, you're like, this is a person that 
Uh, this will always. This person will always wash dishes. That particular position, yeah. Oh, dishwasher, dishwasher especially if they're incredible. adults. Here's the two the, things that you know you're dumb. You speak English and you're over 21 and you're washing dishes. There's a place it's, in... It's, uh, you're the dumbest person alive. If you can speak English, you should get a job better than dishwashing. The reason that most dishwashers in restaurants are 45-year-old Mexicans is because they got here yesterday. They can't really communicate yet. That's not their end goal. They're just hard workers. They're like, I'll take anything right now till I get my feet underneath me. Uh, oh, God forbid, white speaks English and is over 21 and washing dishes. Uh, you're going to get hit by a truck someday just wandering around on the freeway. There's a place in... Uh in UA, the chefinette. When I was in high school, there's a guy, one of my classmates who, uh, you know, he's a, a d- different dude. Boots Fergus was his name. Forty years later, still washing dishes. Boots Fergus at chefinette. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a ceiling for that. So you can't you can't dismiss dumb people from the restaurant world because there's positions to be filled. Wasn't that that 89 year old guy or something that worked at Burger King that just <laughs> retired from there and they started there when he was like 16 yeah. or something? Never advanced. Yeah. That story was like, they tried to make that a feel good story. Yeah. I'm like, this is the saddest life anyone's ever led. The dude has done the same job without promotion once. He's like 99. 56 managers. You're not going anywhere. This is the best you can do. I'm telling you, you don't want to lose this job. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the fired another manager, sir. I'd like a shot at that position, please. Shut up. You can stand over there by the fryer, you idiot. <laughs> You're lucky to have this job. You've been doing this for 61 years. We we trust no one else with the fries. You have three kids. It was on the news. Can you believe it? 89 years old and stepping down. Burger King is letting him have a... And then he had to work 20 years past retirement because he worked at the fry counter the entire time. Wendy's will never hire you. (laughs) Probably true. You don't burn a bridge here. I'll tell you this. You're yelling at him like the dude had some sort of ambition to tell a boss, like, I'm thinking about leaving. This guy was locked down. I'm saying he had to have. Nope. In the 56-year run or whatever it was. If you have it, you'd have done it. If you had any ambition at all, you'd recognize thirty years into your run. I don't think I've got some. I don't. I don't. I don't think that dude knew the phrase "upward mobility." I don't think he knew anything of the promotions. He was Dylan. People have told him, you know, that's not a real thing. Promotions. What are you talking about? You used to work the counter. Oh, I wasn't promoted. I just got new clothes. Oh, if I get new clothes, sure, go buy new clothes. <laughs> there are people dying for your job. Yeah, that dude was dumb, and he lived his life as a dummy. But everybody's everybody's loving that thing, and I'm like, I hope that the manager of this pizza place did the dumb sign as the joke. But it didn't seem like it because I saw him interviewed. He's, I just want to make the, you know this is the way it needs to be, and I, I just thought it would be fun. And but non stupid people is a it's like it's saying the word funner. Where, That's more funner. Where it is in Columbus? I just looked. I was in a bad spot of Columbus in Hilliards. Oh, it's where the hillbillies live. Yeah, yeah, it's where the dummies live. That English is good. Because clearly you come out of a place that was focused heavily on oh, proper huge. grammar and English. Because <laughs> the other one, they speak dumb English over in Columbus. <laughs> Not like the educated folk of Upper Arlington. Really had it going. Yeah. I, look, non-stupid people. You're a restaurant owner. Guess what? You're surrounded by them. It's the only thing you're going to get. The comings and the goings of the dum-dums. Which I find fascinating, but... Again, it's on you. If you've got dumb people working for you, you can't sit at dinner with your friends and go, ah, all my employees are idiots. Well, that, mm, sounds like your hiring practice may have failed you. There's a lot of dumb people in the world. It's your job to sift through them. 
well, the way it all works now, I got to have a tranny and an Asian and a Mexican and a black, and I can't, I can't even interview them no more. Sure you can. You don't have to do everything like that. Uh, I have to say, um, this is, um, get, get your tinfoil hats on. Oh, no. Listen to this. Now, I have grown very fond of uh, these people that I'm about to talk about. Uh, it's Mike Fixler. Dr. Mike Fixler and his wife have been uh, a fortunate, unfortunate part of my life now for a while. They, uh, were, they're, the, they're the people who run Happy Endings Pet Euthanasia. And that started with seeing the truck on the road that said Happy Endings Pet Euthanasia. I made fun of it the next day going, does it like that's hilarious and also like maybe awful yeah like i'm not sure but it did grab my eye and then he called and said oh do you want to talk to me i'm like yeah i gotta talk to you like what were you thinking and he goes i just wanted it to be something that makes you comfortable with the idea of it because it's such an okay it was just he's a he's brilliantly it was everything we thought they put your dog or pet down and then you get a happy and then you get a jerk off or there's the dog or like how does it work and it was you know he's got a great sense of humor He's he's a great guy and unfortunately and also, fortunately, I have used his service a few times. And uh, what they do, I don't understand how anybody can do it and still have the compassion he has. He's come to my house several times, uh, cats, a few dogs, and it's, there's nothing more soothing than having that done in your home by somebody who actually does care. And, uh, I mean, his, they see it all day. That's their job. It's like this weird kind of... But it's a service that a special person does. So I get a text from him yesterday. And it says, John, I just want to let you know, a couple weeks ago, had a terrible scare. I'll paraphrase the email. He and his wife were at a parent-teacher conference, Alicia. And she, uh, her heart stopped. Ooh. Just sitting there. Oh, man. Zero health issues. Heart just stops. Goes into cardiac arrest. Boom. Right there. Parent-teacher conference. No signs. No nothing. Just boom. On the floor gone now luckily he's a doctor starts performing cpr uh and i didn't know if they were real or not when i went to school or still to i I was yesterday years old when i found out that the school nurses at the school they were at were emt certified and and good and the lucky the good part is uh after dr fixler started the cpr uh the former EMTs rolled over and got her heart beating again after three defibrillations from the AED thing, which we have in our kitchen. We do, yeah. Right? So we've got it in our kitchen. You don't know how to use it. I don't know how to use it. I can uh, figure it out to, within 30 seconds. You, you don't know how to use it. You're going to kill someone. I've seen that. Daisy do it on yeah, emergency I, when I was a kid. Sure. But we've all seen it done, and we know that we yell the word clear, but we don't know how or where this – I mean, the paddles go somewhere. In, plug it in. You could take a shot. There you go. You're already You've already lost. <laughs> I don't think you got to plug it hit, in. Zap it. Hit the zapper button. <laughs> zap. Yeah. It says zap. Pow, bam. <laughs> so any of these uh, EMTs were the school nurses. They got her heart beating again after the defibrillator. Uh, she's doing okay, but she's now got an internal defibrillator. Now, these people, I don't know how old they are. I'm guessing the Fixlers are uh, late 30s and 40s, I would assume. I don't know. He may be older than that. He looks great. Uh, he said, scariest time of our lives. But the nurses' names are Bobby Treadwell and Will Graham. And they've been honored by the Scottsdale Unified School District and now uh, Paradise Valley Town Council meeting. This was one of those, you know, DeMar Hamlin moments for real. Freak. Without a single incident occurring. Uh, and it said, I, I would love for you to, for, for our sake, to say uh, anything about them. Uh, I'm just so grateful that my wife is still part of the family. I mean, I can't 
grasp the idea of some of just dropping dead essentially is what she did yeah, in the middle of a stopped. Talk, in the middle of a talk and so i text back like i don't want to be a conspiracy lunatic yeah any health concerns anything any signs any you know he's none and i'm like oh and he goes i got my tinfoil hat out too and he and then he told me he goes you know and like with my friend colin who had a stroke no signs of it normally you can see like you know the doctor will tell you you got this going you got this going you're headed directly down stroke avenue may not happen but you're definitely attempting it zero I, all i hear is the two friends of mine that are uh, convinced it's this vaccine yeah man, i'm telling yeah. you and i'm not and saying, now, ugh, i don't want to get know. into it because i don't want to believe that. right and again the demar hamlin thing now he's saying i won't answer the questions of what the doctors told me Two interviews now, Demar Hamlin. What's happening? They've said, like they've said, what happened out there? Did the yeah. doctors explain it? He won't answer it, which adds to the curiosity. I'm not one of those. But I, I can hold two thoughts in my brain at once that fight each other, and I'm not. I, I don't. You don't have to be tribal, but it is conceptual. Well, it's a possibility that the vaccine is affecting certain people certain ways and not affecting people at all in others. And I hope I'm one of those. But you know, she had the Moderna shot. And got it. And, you know, who knows? But you'll fire up an entire base of people by saying, hey, was it that? Of course it was. Nobody can have that middling thought of going, I wonder. And that's all I'm doing. I wonder. Is this something? Because it made me think, and I think a a rational human being would sit back and go, no health concerns, nothing. Uh, You know, and I've seen her. She's a healthy person. She's, you know, she looks like she works out. She looks like she cares about stuff. And the heart just stopped. Just stopped. Yeah. And you see that kind of stuff. And and uh, I have another friend who, uh, uh, sister, went into the hospital completely healthy. And they're like, she's full of blood clots. You know, and you have to start to wonder, what did we, what's the one thing we all did different in the last few years that would make it so? You have to start thinking, all right, do we tie it could back it to this? Or, you know, it- I hate that we had, I hate that it's going to cause a debate. Why can't it just be like, I hope not. Let's see. Well, I know, you know, initially when people would go get it, that the biggest mind haze for me was hearing people's reactions. You know, when you had to wait for your time to get the first round. Yeah. And it, or you hear people that got the flu shot. Yeah. Oh, I got really sick after, you know, and it happened uh, to me. I heard, uh, yeah, you. Yeah. Um, you get achy, you kind of, you know, on the shot, didn't know what to think. You know, yeah. and I came out of there and it was fine. Yeah, it affects everybody. Shoulder sore for I had a couple of days. Wild after that. vertigo after my first COVID shot. I mean, I never experienced it before. I the, did after my second one. Yeah, and you got. Yeah, you yeah. had the second one. My second one didn't affect me. The first one spun me around. I missed work the next day. I had I spun so hard I couldn't stand up. I, I it was the only thing in my body that was different. I felt okay, except that I couldn't. There was no balance. None. I was just spinning. And I'm like, that's crazy. Because they said, you know, it might be, it might affect you. So it got me that way. I had to lay flat like a starfish on my stomach, you know, in prison mode. Yeah. And just spin for hours, it felt like, all night long. It was brutal. It didn't hit me until I was about to go to sleep. And then it was just like, it, and it wasn't slow spinning. We were flying around. And then I was fine. It was like remarkably over. But, you know, not, not to take away from the story, there's definitely people like, there are people like this. All over out there. But the one thing Dr. Fixler said was, tell your friends, tell the listeners, tell everybody out there the reason I want people to talk about this. Go get CPR certified. 
And I I immediately was like, I'm doing that. I'm not CPR certified. I am like Brady. I would be like that five-year-old that's on the news going, and I saw it on TV and I knew to. Like I would make it up as I went along because I've seen it. I think I we've done it, it in it's junior been, high or something. Yeah, been with that resurrection Annie. Yeah, Annie resurrection thing, right? Annie. Yeah, whatever. It's what it is coming back Resuscitation as. Yeah, that too. Whatever. <laughs> It's I wanna, Easter. It's I want to play with Resurrection Annie because you're right. She's dead. We're resurrecting. Exactly. We bring her back. Resurrection Annie is awesome. She rises again. Mm-hmm. We have our eggs afterwards. We chase bunnies. It's been eight years for me. I have think. you been certified or did you yeah, just I went play to that, around? I did. Uh, we paired up with the um, training school and we did CPR classes here. Training at the school station. for what? Um, for to be a uh, EMT. Oh. When was that? And so they were doing the classes, and I went over there. Uh, uh, it was like on a Thursday evening. Wow. And you did it, or you just watched? Did it. Oh, okay. I mean, it was, uh, so you got the, you're certified. We haven't done it for a while, but you're certified. Yeah. Were you at the first and, and then the last time, and before that was, you know, it's 15 years before that. Yeah. I had never, to do it before, you know, you were a, a camp counselor. Yeah. You had to go through I that. went with Resurrection Annie, yeah. too, and uh, I think that was one of my favorite heart songs, by the way. Resurrection Annie. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. You don't have to make out with a patient anymore or the, the you know, doll. It's just compressions. Yeah, they do. They don't, they don't, well, because most people don't. And that's me. I don't know when to blow in their mouth or when to start pumping. You don't have to do that. I know. Either. But there are times you do. There are. It's for heart issues you do that. But there are times when somebody's not breathing, you can do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. That's oh, still a thing. That's still a thing. You can do compression. I just take a pen and stick it in the yeah, stomach. Yeah, that. that's <laughs> the best thing to do is break a, a branch off a tree and try to open them up. Stomas are the fastest way to success, I think. <laughs> you go right to that. Right this hole right here. Trach them. Tracheotomy. Homemade. <laughs> Forget it. I saw that on TV, too. I could probably mimic what I saw on television. I would kill someone. So I'm not going to sit back and say, ah, I've done it. I was like you. I was... Right. 12, maybe? Yeah. 13, when they let us play with the fake doll, and I yeah. didn't take it seriously. I didn't understand yeah. what a defibrillator does. Have you worked the defibrillator in our office? I have no idea what There's that one is. over there. Yeah, but, we've mean, got one. But most people walk by and just feel like, oh, it's a safety measure just in case. Somebody will know what to do. That's my dumb brain. Somebody in here will know. But what if it's a weekend? What if it's me and Chris Kelly? And there's a good chance that dude's heart's going to stop any time now. He looks terrible. And the person that has, you know... Done all this, uh, amateurs done all this training. How are they under pressure? Right. Actual- well, that's that's no matter how much training you've got. There's exactly. there's the real test. There's the- but I mean, th- then you're just in a different ball game altogether. That somebody has the training and then is a flake. But yeah, so I mean, if anything, and this 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 dude, this, this Fixler family, I tell you, man, uh, we say it every time. Unfortunately, every time I I am thanking him as he's taking away one of my beloved pets because uh, I I admire what he does. It's something we as pet people love to have as that as an option to have that the comfort of when you inevitably have to do that with your dog at home. And his staff is so great and his wife's come by and they've done. And every time I shake hands with him, he goes, I'd love to have a beer with you under different circumstances. I'm like, we have to. And we never have. We always talk about it. He's such a nice guy. And I've chatted with him back and forth. But this is like mind blowing to me because these aren't, you know. You know, weird stuff happens. That's it's always weird. been a thing where somebody's been like, oh, my God, did you hear about Billy? His heart just stopped. And But most of the time when the person that you hear that about, you're like, well, Billy was 180 pounds overweight. And people were t- – yeah. it, it's very rare that your your friend who doesn't have anything wrong just dies, drops dead in the middle of a chat. It would be like if Brett just fell out of the chair right now. 
They're like, what's going on? He has no health issues, no signs, no sweating, no nothing, just dropped. Heart just said, that's it. So no matter what the cause, and it will cause a thing on my emails, you can't start spewing this Joe Rogan garbage. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm saying, why can't we look into it without a fight? You're hearing more about it, it seems like. Why can't we look into stuff and go... Maybe there's a correlation for some people that, uh, and and we and we learn from that. You learn from having questions about stuff. That's the thing. None of it's a hundred percent. Everybody's body's different. They said to us when we got the thing that thirty percent of it will be ineffective or do stuff. Like we seventy percent success rate was for what approval. Seventy we percent, yeah. and that's not the normal approval. But that's when they said we're pretty good. Seventy percent so far, and then it got better as time went on. But right off the bat, we're taking shots, and I took mine. In April and May of 2021. I mean, that was right after it got invented. I mean, it was it was pretty much the vaccine was done in November of 2020. They just had to start getting it out to folks. So, you know, it's weird that that would happen. So, yeah, you don't want to say that. But they're, they're such good people, and that's a great message. And I, I it kind of hit me like, wow, that's a crazy thing. And even if it isn't related to that... The CPR message is still massive, and I don't, I'm not a big PSA guy or whatever, but this one, after having a couple of friends go through some very odd things and then have this news hit me, and it's been what we are uh, 55 days into the year, and I've had three friends pretty much drop dead for no reason that were fine yesterday. I mean, with the exception of one person that I've seen that had that happen where it's like, oh, their heart went into, you know, panic mode. But this, the, the, one, of, one of the people I know is a kind of bigger human being. It's like, all right, and they're fine. But, uh, you know, my buddy having the stroke was zero signs of that at all. And sometimes that'll get you that way. Uh, but they can't find why it happened. He wasn't a high blood pressure guy. He was stress, maybe. But it just happened. No sign of it in his family, nothing. And then, you know, so I even asked his doctor, I'm like, is this related? I'm not the tinfoil hat guy, but is this... And he goes, oh, we look into that every time. We have no signs. We have to start going, maybe this person's affected this way. Clotting and brain bleeds and things like that. It's definitely different. So I don't want to cause a conspiracy, but I do think no matter what's going on, it's going on around me. And I need to go get the CPR training. And I think that would be something that at least if this show does any good ever, that's a pretty good message. And it's not from me. It's from Dr. Fixler. So it's just me passing on. My stupidity. Let's not sit back and say somebody will know what to do anymore. I think even with you having some training years ago, are you comfortable? Would I feel like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to save his life. Are you comfortable grabbing that defibrillator off the wall and going, I got this? No, but if I have no. to, yeah, I'm not comfortable. Because no. I never, you know, we did it in that class. They show you, you know, right. A, B, it's color coded. You put it yeah. in there. But, but the, um, the can whole... we figure it out how long it would it take? And, you know, right. the most important thing you're saying, when in doubt, Keep compressing. Sure. Keep and, compressing. And, and the key and, to CPR. And then tell the professional. It's, you know, the key is not to do any keep. Just yep. the compression is so important because when the EMTs finally come or, right. you know, you can save a person for 10 or 15 minutes. That's all it takes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. The whole key to the training is to say I'm comfortable using all this stuff. Yeah. And maybe I'm going to be nervous, but I'm comfortable knowing that I, that I have that knowledge. I'm not guessing. I would be guessing the entire time. I don't know if you would, too. I'd be guessing the entire time. Oh, I, yeah. I think I know what I'm doing. Somebody said the new defibrillators actually, like, they talk have, you through they it. They tell you like, stuff. Like, yeah, right. so. Yeah. But I watched a thing on Channel 3's news one morning where they're like, here's how the new defibrillators work. And they let the girls do it. And it would say, well, you have to in front of a fire. And she goes, I didn't understand him. And now she's in a panic. 
other people might be talking, right. barking and, and out so stuff. The doctor was like, well, he said, take this. So she puts the defibrillators on the guy's chest and he goes, you got to take the stickies off. She was going to melt this stuff onto him. <laughs> and it's like, there's a, there's a little, and it's little things like that, that the training would be like, I don't know if this is necessary. I wouldn't know. So just, you sound like a dummy, but I'm a dummy. And I'm the first thing I admit is being a dummy. If Toledo dropped dead, well, not him as an example, <laughs> but if someone that we love dropped dead in the kitchen or something like that, yeah, I'm not comfortable grabbing that. I, my hope is somebody knows what they're doing. You know, I would probably run. And I would call Toledo's father immediately and say, you're off the hook. <laughs> you're good. You can come out of hiding. Now. <laughs> and he lasts a lot longer than I thought. I know. It's been 50 plus years that you've been. Don't worry. You lived the last couple of years of your life in freedom. He's gone. But yeah, I, I, I firmly believe that that's uh, something we should all probably think about. But Take Bobby, that off the 20-year uh, list that you have. You know, uh, CPR training. <laughs> right. Basic will. I got to get my will together. Yeah, yeah I'm I mean, watching all my friends drop dead and the people just falling out. I'm like, all right, I better get some stuff together. Bobby Treadwell and Will Graham. And we need to have those people spotlit because that's pretty heroic to wander into that. And school nurses and stuff, which is, I didn't know that they were actual. I always thought the school nurse was just a lady who couldn't find a job or a housewife that was bored, gave you aspirin and told you to go take a nap. Every time I went into the school nurse, I'm like, I got to stick through my chest. Here's some aspirin. Take a nap. Oh, I'm dying. I have a hole in my neck. What about the stick? Brady's trying to give me a tracheotomy. What? Take, here's some aspirin. Put stuff it in your new hole and take a nap. Naps and aspirin. That's all she ever did. That's the old joke we used to make in school. Like, uh, all you wanted was that lady to go, you're too sick to be here. Call your mom. But sometimes you'd go in there and go, I don't feel good at all. And she'd give you the cruddy aspirin that melted in your mouth before you could even get water. It was that garbage stung your tongue and then lay there sick in another room with another kid who looked just like you going i don't feel good either you know we're making each other worse that was an attempt to keep you out of the going back to the i'm sick again well yeah well i don't want you to i didn't fool with that because even as a kid i'm like i don't want to sit in a room with the other sick kids i never faked it because i also knew it was just better to just get through the day i just remember walking in and like picking up Kirby early from class one or two times, and you look over there and you see the bullpen. Oh, it's three not or four. Good. Yeah, but, feeling well. bunch, of, bunch of clammy <laughs> kids, <laughs> miserable and sad. I have uh, well, Jill downstairs, her kid every day. The nurse would call him that little Russian boy that she's got. Mom, I don't feel good. Leave your job. <laughs> I laugh every time I think of woman with job. Leave your job and come pick me up, make sandwiches because I'm not well. Maybe he's the one that did our uh, Facebook account. Uh, that could, oh could my God, we have a little Russian. A plus, ah, then. the Russian boy did it. I make a fake Facebook for fartman, or he'd make his <laughs> jokes all day about farting, and he thinks he's funny. He makes fun of me, woman. I have internet access because of uh, daddy's work. Correct. You have your little job. You go to tomorrow. Take day off from woman work, which no one will miss. And Jill's why like, don't you he's a me? gamer. Yeah. He's got 27 <laughs> monitors. My favorite story about that kid's nurse once, I was, I was talking to Jill about business. We're having an actual conversation about some of her phone rings. And she always lets me answer it. Uh, hello, how you doing? It's like, oh, no. What is it? And I'm like, how do you think it's going in Ukraine? I think we're winning. And he's like, he's like please give my mother the phone. <laughs> so I hand it over to her. And, and it was very important. That's why he wasn't playing with me that day. And, uh. And he goes, I was, uh, it's physical education, and I run the, the track. I broke both legs. <laughs> like, what? Both legs are broken. I cannot walk. You have to come get me. 
You broke both your legs. Let me talk to the nurse. He's like, no, he's running. He didn't want to run anymore. His legs cramped up. And he's, he's telling everybody his <laughs> legs broke. I shot the, my legs running. <laughs> I've seen pictures of this kid. Jill Schoen. He is a specimen of a Ripped. human being. Shredded. Eight pack. Arms. Guns. Since two. Cans. Since he was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen pictures of him as a baby in a diaper. What are you looking at? He's got a beer and a vodka Six in his pack. hand. He's like two years old. Sick. Ripped. Zero, uh, like, uh, he doesn't get up or do a thing. Can't run, can't walk, doesn't play sports, nothing. Shredded. He's a, He has been sent here by the Russians to do some damage. And I don't know when he's, he just probably when nobody's home just does pull-ups, push-ups all day long. But he is ripped. I break both my legs. You need to leave girl work. Why don't you call your father? Because he has had an important job for a man. Jill, tell Drago to calm down. You don't drag a man from his work. It is his essence. You take the woman who pretends to have things to do in the day and you make her pick up her boy. Be a good mom now. But yeah, that kid, the school nursing it to death. I don't know. School nurse calling saying, I, I, you can tell when a kid has a broken leg or not. He just got tired of running. He laid down and said his legs were broken. <laughs> he just quit. My legs are broken. There is nothing we can do. You have, uh, you have to come pick me up because they are both shattered. Yeah, not enough milk is what the problem. You are again a bad mother. Uh, refuses to listen to a woman. Right. I told you You're a not long, broken. Uh, yeah, I don't understand the woman that's claiming to have medical uh, knowledge telling me that my legs are not broken. I'm a man. Erdi. I was born with more knowledge than her. So she comes and says, your legs are not broken. I said, lady, please. You go sit in the corner, knit, or do what women do. <laughs> but yeah, he, he broke both his legs during the mile because he didn't feel like it. And the school nurse like, he's not. She picked him up to her credit. She, I gotta go. He's, it's going to be all day. She was trying to get the hell out of here. Well, she, a, yeah, and, he, and again, he was right. You can leave the job. You No one will know. <laughs> and she, I better get him. Because she knew all day the phone was going to ring. I'm telling you that there were hairline fractures. These nurses, first off, she is a woman. Second, a school nurse. If she was a real nurse, she'd work in hospital. Uh, so you can pick me up now. And, uh, and, a bone uh, fell out. Put down whatever it is you're cooking and uh, bring me some food. And uh, come drop your woman work. You're probably washing linen. <laughs> what do you mean you sell air? Of course, you're a woman. It's a useless product that you had put in. It's ridiculous. No vodka in the nurse's corner. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the cold dad at his work. How dare you strip a man from his being. But yeah, so school nurses, evidently. I was wrong about you, too. So I apologize. To the school nurses. I still have the questions that the Russian boy has. If you're a good nurse, what are you doing at a school? Why do you want to? I don't want to deal with that. But go be a nurse in a like a real place. I mean, even at a doctor's office, just be the person that walks me back to the room I'm going to be in and stuff a tongue depressor in my mouth. Job done. But why do you want to hang out with a bunch of kids lying? But now you know they're necessary, super necessary. So it's time that I dropped my stigma on the school nurse. I still have it, but it's you know a little bit. Fixed a little bit more than it was, and I'm so happy for Alicia and the Fixler family that that tragedy was uh, completely deflected. One of the things you don't realize too on the school nurses, the stuff that they have to do throughout the day, like the kids have to come in for their medication. Really, please. Oh, now you're right. Yeah, yeah. but they don't have to do anything. They are women. <laughs> they, we could figure it out without them. They just they store it for us, which is a good job. But you're right. Like you got to get this kid's mental depression stuff. Yep. His anxiety medicine. Adderall's going this way. You got 
shots this kid has to take because he's got bad gut health and God knows what they're doing. Chiba chews. <laughs> yeah, some kid's got a CBD up or he'll lose his mind. This kid, you got to keep his AR-15 in a locker. It's like all the stuff the kids bring to school you have to hold on to. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, laughable. Brett, you and I should do that. I don't trust you either. And I might drop dead in front of you. I got that Moderna shot. What if I dropped both dead? Did. Would you be able to, we're over there, you know, hanging out in the kitchen doing our thing. Would you be able to zap me back home? Uh, no. All right. We're going uh, well, to that class. defibrillator thing talks. So as long as it doesn't sound like the uh, EAS <laughs> testing. You drive the down pulsing. Put the face on the nuts. Yeah. Put it on their nuts. <laughs> All right. Do so it. it. Oh, my nuts. Brett, I'd sprain my ankle. This thing says to do it. I was going to ask him time. Boop, boop. My nuts! <laughs> blow him. Blow him? What? I'm out. And repeat, repeat. I'm just going to blow the t-shirt. I'm not doing that. He's I'd run down the KDKB yeah. studio. Yeah. Uh, we got a problem in the kitchen. <laughs> Dustin, somebody's down, and the machine's saying to do horrible things. Insert paddles. <laughs> right. I don't, try, I don't even care that it talks. I want to have confidence going that when I reach for that box, the instructions are just back up for what I already know. I don't want that thing teaching me how to no. jumpstart somebody's heart. I think every year they, Susie puts out that email that yeah, they're doing some I kind of training. So. And you know why I haven't? Because I'm like, uh, Paul Marshall's going to be there. There's going to be a bunch of jokes and dumb people. Yeah. But I'm not interested. <laughs> oh, God. Half a KDKB will be down there. And I mean, we've got half a naked body on the ground. They're going to lose their minds. <laughs> oh, I would bang that half a torso. Would you stop for fun? He doesn't even have a butthole. What are you doing? <laughs> Still got a mouth. Got no arms. It's just an upper body. You perverts. You're all perverts. Rick Annie is just dying. You're turning me into my dad. Ew, these twinks can't get enough of a half-clothed man. Half a half-clothed man. Anyway. So that's why I haven't gone. Is I don't want to deal with the people. I don't know who's going to show up. My social anxiety kicks in. I'm like, I'll just do it myself. And I haven't. I haven't the promo kids will show take, up. Oh, those, take a look at the bag look, in, the, in the kitchen. There's another thing. I don't want the promo kids learning it because let's say I drop dead and one of those promo weirdos we got wandering around here covered in weed and dirt. And then they saved my life and I'm... I gotta love them forever. Good Christ, just let me die. I gotta try the mouth to mouth to get like herpes and stuff around your mouth. mouth mouth. (laughs) I'll get their herpes. I'll get whatever warts that they've got on their hands. If McGill started to try to save my life, (laughs) I would come back to life just to tell him to let me die. I hope my heart would beat one last time so I get a little oxygen in the brain. Just let me die, McGill. Stop touching me. Watching McGill wander around. He was dressed like Guy Fieri yesterday talking to Brett. I'm like, why are you dressed like Fieri? I'm like, that wasn't funny. It was a real shot. <laughs> McGill. And the other one. Which one? Well, all the weeds. Narrow it down. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> My man over here. I like them doing their job. I don't need their paws on me. Mouth to mouth. Here we go, bro. No, let me die. Put it's the vape in his mouth yet. and all compress. Oh, man. This dude eats good food. I can taste it in his mouth. <laughs> this ought to numb you up a little yeah, bit. I don't need that. I've seen these people. There are certain people I don't want touching me. They shouldn't do it. Go get help. That's what they should teach the weirdos. McGill, your whole crew. If Holmberg drops, go get help. 
We can do run to the KDKV studio. We can do that's fine. I'd rather make out with Dustin for five minutes than McGill. Anything over that line, you're not responsible for. Once you cross the bridge, you know I'm in trouble. Like McGill, go get Dustin. I need Dustin to hold me and touch me a lot. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but learn CPR is the basic message. Done with a little tongue-in-cheek, which is the way KDKB does it. <laughs> tongue-in-your-cheek, and I'm not talking about your face. Yeah, Mo and the gang over there. I mean, Izzy would let me die in a heartbeat. There's no oh, yeah. question. She'd just stand oh, up. Oh, no, the last somebody little... <laughs> do something. Let me rush to find someone to help you. I'll be back. She'd forget halfway Eventually. down the stairs. Hey, bad, what's going on? And then I just hear that. The last conversation I hear is her flippantly not looking for anyone. Well, it would be cool to just see you in the background of the TikTok. <laughs> That's true. I would probably be a yeah, KDKB viral video. Hey, he's dead. Ding dong. The dick is dead. The dick is dead. <laughs> but the uh, um, I want a CPR class where I get to pick and choose the people that I want to save me to learn CPR. Like an acceptable group of hands. You're going to have to get a private CPR <laughs> Yeah, I'll get a private CPR I'll pay extra for it. A private CPR class where I'm like, look, you're the only people I trust to touch me and save my life. And McGill would come and go, hey, I'm late. Hey, guys, let's go. Sorry, I'm late for the CPR class. This is a private. This is a VIP high end. <laughs> you can't afford this CPR class. They're free. Not this one. It's, you're free to go. <laughs> I don't want McGill saving my life. Then you got McGill, and you got to be McGill's butler. And then I'm, I'm at Applebee's with two for Tuesday night because that's his. You just take me to dinner, make it good to me. Like, oh Christ! Well, Riblets aren't that expensive. McGill and his whole family, and I'm like, why? Well, well, still got to ask why you're dressed like Guy Fieri. <laughs> you're a good one. No, I'm serious, McGill. You're dressed like Fieri. <laughs> you don't want me saving you, man. No. I'm good. I'll, 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 I'm roll good I'll roll the dice. I've lived a nice long life. That's what I think. But yeah, learn to learn it because it is a big deal. And a lot of people are emailing going, thank you for saying that. And we're doing it with the jokes, but it's very real. A lot of them are saying for, for you not to worry, you don't put mouths on people anymore. I know that's yeah. what Brady said, but I did. But there are certain circumstances but where you, they oh, they, they have that they thing. That that's talk. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. Because I know that you have to sometimes breathe air into them. But a lot of the EMTs that are texting in yeah. are saying it's, it's uh, I think one of them said it's CCR now, not the band. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't want Creedence saving me either. But uh, CCR, where all you got to do is start doing Compress. the compressions to, to another one bites the dust or staying yeah. alive. Staying alive to one Staying idea. alive, yeah. yeah. He goes, do it to the point where you feel like you're going to break a rib because that means you're doing it right. What if it's and an old say, person? Turn them into the, mummy Break their ribs. No yep. way. They say, like, uh, uh, they're going to get sued. Screw that. Still, I'll it still saves their lives. Yeah, well, that's why they do that. Like, I have that doctor friend, Carla, and she said, we have, like, people with. They're 92, and I have to go to their family and say, hey, when we do this procedure, there's a, pan- a chance they'll pass. Do you want us to resuscitate? And they're like, absolutely. And she goes, I have to tell you, if I attempt to resuscitate your grandmother, I'm going to smash her rib cage. She, she there's a potential. I'm yeah. going to blow her up. She's going to turn into dust. Do you want me to resuscitate? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And she goes, they just don't understand. They, they want to save their grandma, but I will, I will turn them into dust. Carla's hilarious. I'll dust them. I'll make them dust people. You should have said no. You shouldn't have killed my grandma. She's yeah. 92. She, she's done. I could push on her with a finger. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. They're fragile. So 
make sure that you've got to figure out. Again, I don't know when to do the breathing thing and when to put the tube in their throat, when to do it. That's all stuff they show you. Apparently, they're telling you as long Compress- as you start the compressions. Yeah, I get the compressions. But even then, I'm like, just do that, man. Yeah, hands in the wrong spot. Did I, am I making them puke? Yeah, but the EMTs will be there soon enough as long as you keep the compressions you're breaking. Going. You're breaking my rule. I don't have training. I'm not going to listen to you tell me how to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm not that. telling yeah. you any kind of training. I'm just telling somebody else show me saying. and actually... The only time I actually believe professionals need to exist is with medicine. If you're compressing and you're seeing snot well, bubbles come out of their nose too hard. Okay. <laughs> right. See, I'm, again, you seem to think you know. Oh, I have, I'm not listening to you. You're a school nurse to me. Give me aspirin yeah, and tell me to take yeah, a nap. Yeah. And the last thing somebody dying needs to say, Brady, what you told me wasn't right. I don't know what I'm doing. And the guy said, please go get Dustin. <laughs> So just oh, let me go. CPR. It's wildly important. And I'm an idiot. So I need to I need to get on this situation. You know, every day I live without having done CPR, I'm just tempting fate. I'm 50 and a half now and uh, I've never had to do it. So the odds are I'm getting like my time has got to be coming up here soon. Plus I'm hanging out with a bunch of old unhealthy people and Well, yeah, and everybody your age going all golfing your friends with trip are going today. He don't look so great. You're not going to pound on Tripp's chest? <laughs> I'll try to save Tripp. Are you kidding me? I'll do everything I can to save that guy. Bring Paul Marshall with you. No. I'm sure he knows. No. <laughs> I'm sure he knows. You just ask him. I'll we'll tell you. Compress him for about three minutes, and then we don't want to hold up golf. We'll yeah, no. Because you get mad. Just gonna, the green's yeah, exactly. open. Put him in the woods. You're going to start yelling. The green's the open. Chief. Hurry the <laughs> f- up. Save that guy's life. I'm lying, too, on a five. I got an albatross I'm looking at here, ass face. Look who's selfish down That's there. That's good, right? Real good. <laughs> Ridiculous, in fact. I've crushed my second shot, and then Tripp gets all selfish and drops dead. Compress him. You can't. T- I don't want that either. Tell by the way I use my walk, I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. Brady's getting the uh, lyrics uh, wrong. Uh, Keeping alive. Keeping alive. Oh, for Christ's sake, he doesn't know the words to this. Yeah, I don't want Brady singing Staying Alive and pumping my chest. Go get, <coughs> go get Dustin. There's so much blood. Sure, hurry up. Now. I can do it. No. If I want if I want that song sung to me, I want it done authentically. <laughs> Bring me a gay. <laughs> I want a beautiful voice. I don't want I don't want Brady's voice humming songs to me. <laughs> Looking out my back door. What is that one? CCR. I'm doing CCR. Oh, no. He's confused. He didn't know the words of that either. Go get dusted. Anyway, CPR training. I need to do it. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? Right, time for the wake-up song. Of course, it's brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Snowball got uh, 12 inches in the last 24 hours. Crazy. Yeah, so uh, if you're thinking about heading up there, I guess the 17 is still open, so you can make it up. But uh, <laughs> head on over to Action Ride Good Shop. once you hit Munn's Park. Yeah. No, it's done. <laughs> Closed. But uh, head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get all your gear. Got everything you need to make your snow trip complete. <laughs> well, and if you can't make it up there, the hell with it. Hit the yeah. trails. Second one seems get a pretty bite. appropriate right. for the conversation. Yeah. Bodies. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like if you, they close the. Uh, that's the best part about Arizona. They close the parts that you want to go to play in the snow. Right. Couldn't be better this weekend to goof around on uh, trails and bikes. Right. So act- we live in a perfect place. Yeah, actionrideshop.com or just go visit them over there in Gilbert Road in Southern. They'll take care of you. There you go. Uh, on the list, Five Finger Death Punch, uh, Drowning Pool Bodies, Shaggy, It Wasn't Me for the AI, uh, Offspring, The Kids Aren't All Right from our earlier uh, yeah, topic. Screw them. 
the real me from the who for your uh, Facebook oh, for my account. Fake. Yeah. <laughs> What's the real me? Do I know that one? Is that a yeah, that's not a popular who song, is it? Uh, is it the H U who or the H W H O who? Not like the, the original Roger Daltrey. You guys. Okay, the Daltrey who. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. You make me not want to get CPR. <laughs> also, I don't want to listen to that song now. <laughs> Unless Brady's doing it while he's compressing you. Yeah. Uh, Avatar, Judas Priest, The Foo Fighters, The Pretender for your Facebook page, yeah, uh, Megadeth, Kim Dracula and Jonathan Davis. Yeah, I've been uh, getting that request Kitty. for yeah, that a lot. We've had a couple of them yeah. for it. I haven't heard it. I haven't either. You want to do it? Uh, I don't care. It's new, right? It has yeah. to be. Everybody's losing their mind over this thing, and I'm getting tired. So, all right, let's try it. Kim Dracula and Jonathan Davis from Corn doing their thing. And the guy says, John, thank you for bringing up all the weird medical issues around you. I have no idea what it is. But the way we're not supposed to question anything or talk about it makes me wonder more than anything else. I don't want to be a conspiracy loony either, but the fact that no one will answer your questions without, like, oh, <laughs> here we go. Like, why can't my questions just have, like, why is it that you're so sure of what you have, but you can't answer my question? People who are so positive that it's just conspiracy nonsense and it's just being, then give me a reason why I shouldn't think this way. Because I haven't heard a proper answer that makes me comfortable either direction. Right. And what I I would say is that let's have the discussion as long as we're okay that it could be either answer. Like, it could be horrible for some people. But it could be nothing. Right. But if that's, that's how I the just, answer. Let's not start Everybody with just conspiracy. so po- they politically dismiss you if you say, hey, mm-hmm. I think the vaccine might do this. Exactly. Oh, God. Here we go. You want to I'm not a sheep. Tinfoil hat. and do that. I'm like, no. Well, give me a reason why I'm wrong. I'm asking you. I'm telling you I don't know a thing. Uh, tell me your reasons why it's, oh, there's been no medical proof. I'm like, okay, but like, what are your reasons? That's spewing what you've read. Like, why are you so sure? Because I'm not. And I've watched it like a few times now where I can't help but think to myself, is there something going on? What's wrong with asking questions? But we're so tribalized and so politicized, you can't ask questions anymore. Anyway, let's do the who. And by the way, Toledo, I just got this email from Rhiannon, which made me laugh because you just started talking. Says, I love your spiel uh, and your opinions about whatnot, John. I just want to make myself heard. Tell Toledo to STFU. His voice hurts me. It makes me barf. (laughs) that paula it's wow. not, no it's somebody else that says <laughs> new- it's not so much what he says it's just his voice it's awful it makes me want to have seizures oh rhiannon love you rhiannon. Rhiannon. thanks <laughs> yeah. for listening yeah and then when he fakes like disdain for things it's absurd and it's obvious i just hate his voice i hate the sounds he makes vomit bleh <laughs> rhiannon so you should email her a voice text I would love to, but they don't email. It's me like that lady that used to have daddy. Yeah, used to have strokes. <laughs> Here we go, boys, at it again. <laughs> it's uh, like when people used to have strokes. That that guy used to have strokes to Mary Hart's voice on Entertainment Tonight, and he's like, I don't hate her, but her voice makes me have strokes. And he started to have se- or seizures, not strokes, seizures. <laughs> he started to have seizures in the nineties. He's when Entertainment Tonight was on, and he could hear her voice. It sparked something. Like I can't have that voice in my life. Hilarious. But Rhiannon just wanted to let you know that your last opinion fell on deaf ears. No matter how great it might have been or if she agreed or not, whatever timber you have sends her a flutter. I think you two are in love. I hope she's not driving. (laughs) She she was fine. (laughs) He just secretly wished her into a a stanchion or a a gore point. She was fine before the vaccine. That's right. She used to be able to tolerate Toledo, but the vaccine made her sensible. (laughs) (laughs) Your boy's at it again. All right, who's playing the who? Do you have it? I got it. 
got it. I just right. got it down. Or what are we playing? No, the, no, the Jonathan Dracula Davis thing. one. Yeah. Are we doing? Uh, we don't have that in the system. We don't yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, must not uh, meet the approval of Larry. Yet. Dirty or something. Well, we'll figure that out. We'll figure it what Dio does. Yeah. Damn it, yeah. Yeah. Twisted <laughs> Sister. I heard you yell that this morning. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Red scream. Dio. <laughs> <laughs> It was a warning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just stay out of the studio for now. Dio's here. <laughs> All right, you got it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. It's Jonathan Davis and Kim Dracula. What's the name of the song? Uh, 70 Thorns or something? Yeah, like that. 70 yeah. Thorns. It's her song With him, with Jonathan Davis. him, yeah. All right, I don't know I don't who know Kim Dracula is. is. I don't think Don't know it. All right, but I've been getting a ton of emails about this, so let's see if uh, Jonathan Davis has uh, stumbled across someone who's brilliant. Kim Dracula, uh, already kind of... The daughter of Count Dracula. That's right. Counts the finally. So I think it's granddaughter after it's like a, <laughs> the way Riley Keough is doing stuff now is Elvis's granddaughter. She's singing now. The same. Kim oh. had her uh, her mother was Lisa Marie Dracula. And then now Kim <laughs> I Dracula. I know that. That's right. Yeah, well, so I follow them on Instagram. I have a new page. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Time now for uh, the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Bud Light, head to Hooters for happy hour and start the weekend early with great drink specials and $4 off select appetizers. Uh, and Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, this happens at Hooters and only at Hooters. So get on over there and get yourself something for nothing and say thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Big day today. Happy National Tootsie Roll Day. National Banana Bread Day, National Chili Day, National oh, Toast yeah. Day. You're going to be sick. That's a lot of starch <laughs> and chocolate and sugar. You're going to die. Toledo Day, too. What does that mean? National Toast Day. Oh, it's Toast Day. Oh, that's right. National Toledo Day. As exciting as toast. Idiopath- a couple of baseless fun facts. Idiopathic diseases are conditions whose symptoms can be described but have no known cause. Basically a mystery disease. Ooh. And there are more than you think. Uh, more than one-third of acute respiratory diseases are idiopathic. That no one knows what's happening. Up to 40% there. of gastrointestinal disorders. And more than half of the cases of swelling of the brain and up to 20% of cancers. Yeah. Tummy stuff's the big one now. Everybody's got their gut health and all that. No, no yeah. doctors can figure out why it's happening or what's going on or why your digestion's not working. They say food allergies, and then they rule out that. They just basically cover every base. No actor or actress won an Oscar for a performance in a Steven Spielberg movie until 2013. No kidding. The color purple? Did, oh, that, it got shut out. Didn't, didn't Oprah win for that? No. no. Oh, wow. They got 11 nominations and no wins. and every, That's when the people were kind of like, what happened here? Who was the 2013 one? Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. The height of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Mount Everest was originally calculated in 1865 at exactly 29,000 feet, but was published as being 29,002 feet because scientists were afraid people would assume 29,000 was just a rounded That's estimate. Yes. So they added a couple just to make it seem like they tried. It's now considered to be 29,031 feet, seven inches above sea level. Typical guys, they add a couple inches. Yeah, yeah, add a couple. The ladies won't believe Just you. Just ten. Don't worry about yeah. it. It's all right. Oh, who's going to? Who's actually going to measure it? Round about twenty nine thousand feet, baby. You don't need to know. You're making that number up. Well, if you want to know, twenty nine thousand and two. 
That sounds more accurate. A poll of millennials and Gen Xers found the, they asked them, how often are you filtering selfies? 100% of the time. <laughs> Might surprise you that. They don't even know because the phone has According a filter on According to the it. poll, yeah. 52% liars filter. But um, on the other side, uh, where it increases, they say the way the angle is, it's not really filtering. They 73% say they feel they need to hide their physical imperfections sometimes by changing camera sure, angle and all sure. that. You know, technically it's considered filtering when you take 10 pictures and pick the best one. I agree. Uh, the filtering thing, 52% my ass. There isn't a, that, did you see that uh, OnlyFans girl that dropped dead? Uh, she killed herself because they kept saying she was pedo-baiting. Yeah. Her name is something, uh, Coconut Kitty. Look her up, Brett. Coconut right. Kitty. There isn't a, like even in the a eulogy in the paper, anything that they'd written, like all these pictures of her filtered face. To be cartoonishly filtered, the only thing they could find to say, poor cartoon Coconut Kitty is dead. Look, A, use her real name, and B, find a picture of this girl that isn't what you're about to see. But she hung herself or something because uh, they said that her videos were luring in kids. I'm like, there isn't a regular picture of Coconut Kitty. Like, every, oh. every, well, there's finally one, but they weren't using that. But yeah, I looked yesterday and looked all over, and every one of them, even her waist is like, Filtered down to this six-inch waist. Her face is so incredibly strange. Her boobs are fake or, like, not fake, doctor fake, internet Yeah, fake. look at that, waist. Yeah, nobody can have a waist like that and still have internal organs. But even the ones that look like might just be normal. Look at that. That's not a human being. It's a video game. But she was upset because people were blaming her for trying to get young kids to like her. She looks like she's just horrendous. seven in some of these pictures. Yeah, well, I mean, the, you the know. filtering is well. Certain parts of her don't like that. <laughs> but you'd be so disappointed if you met her in person, because nobody can look like that. Right. I think she was on that track from right. There's something she went yeah. down that path. Didn't, she didn't kill herself because you're pedo baiting. She no. killed herself because she put herself on this pedestal and look at that. That's like it. she she looks Pixar. That is Pixar right there. I'm Coconut Kitty. <laughs> but, I mean, if I was a 12 or 13-year-old boy and that was on my internet, sure. I'm going to throw down to that and I'm going to talk to her if I can. You're like, you're trying to lure in kids. Winner. But, yeah, she was a disaster. She was just a mess. Anyway, By the way. She's gone. Anything on Brazzers or Pornhub is luring 13 or 14-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's a very. That's why they have to ask. Are you eighteen? Yeah. Uh, mm, sure. Yes. God damn it. Let me in. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> There's a couple that's catching uh, some heat because they came up with a hack that they could get their younger son Cannon, who was too short to ride the rides at Disney. Mm-hmm. They basically uh, gorilla glued his uh, soles of his flip flops, added some uh, height to it. Sure. They gave. They heightened him. Thirty eight inches to make the cut. Um, and some people were upset because of the, the safety of the kid. How tall was he before? Well, it came out. They were trying to go viral with this. Oh. He was tall enough to go. But, but the, so, they, so they took the Disney standard for he said, might slip out and die. For other kids. And then Disney responded saying, <laughs> um, you know, it, 
some employees weighed in and said it happens sometimes. That's why they're trained to look at kids' shoes to make sure they haven't been right. tampered altered. With. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're trained. I've seen kids get pulled out of wheelchairs and stuffed into those. At the Matterhorn, I had a kid in front of me that was functionless as a human being, just a brain and a head. And they slid him out of there like he was a big thing of jello and stuffed him in one of the Matterhorn deals. And then, because Matterhorn's a two man ride, his brother or his dad or his uncle, I don't know who's just That's a herky jerky ride. Sat by, I said the same thing, sat behind him and like strapped these things around the two of them and just rode. And I'm like, well, He's like paper. Like, he's going to slide out of that and just float back down to earth. But if that can happen, if your kid's halfway capable in 35 inches, he'll be fine. But using your kids as viral props, I'm against that, no matter what you're doing. Someone did another poll asking people, what do you think the average funeral costs are? Like eight grand. According to that billboard, it was five hundred and well, six dollars. Well, yeah. that's just the starting point. That's for that was just that's for up. That's for a cardboard box. Yeah, that's the cardboard box, and we'll fifty five hundred. Yeah, but it really it's um, you know other people say it's between seven and twelve thousand. Yeah. I'd guessed about eight thousand. Okay, one in three people say they want their funeral to be as cheap as possible, and even uh, you know forget the casket. Seven and ten say they'd rather be buried in a cardboard box than yeah. Have the family overspend. Had that uncomfortable conversation with my mom a couple weeks ago. What do you want to go She's in? She's prepaid everything. She bought it all? She bought. They bought two plots. In they, a, in they, a box? She getting in a box? Uh, nope. She's being cremated, yeah. so they've already set that up. Who gets that? Uh, I don't know. I haven't had that. We'll discuss that over spring yeah. break when we're Where, does, where are you going to throw her? you got to put her somewhere, right? Uh, she's going to be on the our, our land, I think. Oh, okay. Actually, no, because she said she bought two plots. She's going to bury the urn? Yeah. So. She bought two plots, then she's going in a box. It's one of those plots that's not the full six. It's like the you're not just buying full stone, casket size. You're buying space? stone. You're buying a stone space. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, I gotcha. Then you just stuff her ashes in them. Yep. I don't know. Does it have a hatch? Like, <laughs> you know, put it like yep. a foot pedal on it <laughs> for escapes. Yeah. Just dump dump the stuff in there. Of course. Yep. <laughs> just just pour her in there like uh, you know. Do I hydrate and recover in a glass? But do I do that like every year on her birthday? Then pour a little until she's done. I dump her all in at once. All at once. Okay. Because you think about this: like, if your mom's like, "I don't want to be buried, but I don't want to be cremated, but I want you to like put," my, you'd have to hack her body, like putting little bits in is like taking oh, a hand yeah, to right, the right, ocean or right. like this you to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it to her body. So pour it all in. Yeah, pour it, it should stay together all yeah. the time. You're right. You're right. I don't like the people that you know, like the ones that are like, "Will you?" Take my ashes and put some in the Grand Canyon, some at Wrigley Field. I'm like, you're asking me to do an awful lot here. Pick one. And I hadn't thought about it that way. Like, you are taking body parts. I mean, chunks of people. Yeah. Here's a little <laughs> bit of them here. And I, that's gross. If you're doing the aerial drop over a crowd or something, at least sift it what? before there's, cause there's, that's there's some chunks and stuff that could get in there. <laughs> that there? Could do some damage on people. Brady got the we'll $500 discount, so they came out with... <laughs> you have to be sifted? Still some you body sift parts it in. to yeah. finer. <laughs> I don't want to take one of those flower things. I did yeah, have... Yeah, uh, did. My dog Ben had a knee surgery, and it's T-Lap or whatever that's called. He has a, they put a piece of metal to his knee and fixed it, so when he died and they got he his said, ashes... That's how you knew it was him. I wanted to make sure, because I knew that was in there, and sure enough, it was in there. It doesn't burn. So I was like, oh, Benny. So you went sifting through it? I didn't go sifting through it, but it's in a bag, and I so I just kind of oh okay. I didn't know if the they put it in or not. There's a shiny object. I reached in there and dug around. I'm like, found it. Ah, oh, Cracker Jacks. Yes. 
Here are 2023's best cities for crafting. Jacks. <laughs> Surprising there. <laughs> for crafting? All right. John, did Toledo just say our land? Yeah. Damn Europeans make me laugh every time. Got the hay. That's right. His mom and the family stole a bunch of land. And they think it's theirs now to bury themselves. Toledo said our land. If your mom wants to die on her land, I'll be happy to accommodate. We can make it happen a little earlier than expected. The top five uh, crafting cities, Houston, Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York. They based it on crafting communities. The libs love crafting. Uh, Tucson was 14. Phoenix was 24. Very blue town. The uh, the thing though is is that all those people in Little Rock are busy whittling crosses and stuff. So yeah, they are. I don't know if that's craft. Wrong that there count. at all. Pipes are considered too. The little one hitters. The, the little corn crafting. cobs. Yeah. New yeah. thing now is crafting uh, Confederate flags out of wood like a wood plank. Yeah, pretty cool. Like what? <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> you neat. said it. Hey, look. I didn't say that. Chat AI, take all that. Right, look, I don't agree with what the flag stands for. I, I also don't agree with the Russian flag stood for USSR, but that hammer and sickle was one of the coolest flags I've ever seen in my life. So the Confederate flag, does it look good? It's kind of cool. That's why we all fell for it when it was on top of the General Lee. Hell yeah. But we all know what it's for, so what it stands for is gross. It's, this sounds terrible, and this is what I'm worried about Uh-oh. going don't on my fake don't Facebook do it, page. The Nazis had some cool uniforms. But what they stood for was bad. Hugo Boss made They had a designer. Yeah, Hugo yeah. Boss made their uniforms. They had some cool outfits. And they were smart. They went to a branding thing and got a... Way easy with the branding thing, Well, too. that's true. Yeah, they, they went on... Yeah, that's <laughs> true. They did a little of that. But that uh, the swastika was a test. Like, they're like, this looks great. They stole a look that they knew would be appealing. They ruined it. Nepal was pissed off. Yeah, well, no, that was theirs. But, yeah, the whole point of things being popular is they've got to look the part i know you'll be excited about this john the shamrock shake is now available at mcdonald's very why isn't it just available all the time i never had one of those it's all right they're yeah. pretty good this year's the year brett i'm not a big ice cream guy but they're pretty good guy uh, rolled it out hal rosen was the one who came up with it in 1967 mint ice cream melted he had his own mcdonald's at the time and they're like, hey, let's do that, yeah. And then 1970, McDonald's said, let's roll them it's out. It's pretty good. People get excited about it. Let's get to some radio videos. Is Dr. Tooth still at your house, by the way? Oh, yeah. He is. He's, uh, what's his project, what's yeah, what's his project today? today? Did he fix the drawer? Drawer is just Perfect, right? factory finished. A real man in the house factory did some work. Finished. A real man finally made some things happen. Yeah. What's today's project? Uh, get out. No, he's leaving today. You're kicking yeah, him he's out. He's coming by. We're going to go. To the station? Uh, uh, yeah. And then I'm what? taking him to lunch, and his daughter's going to pick him up. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. His daughter might come by, too. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't care the first time. <laughs> she going to fix something here? <laughs> yeah, she can fix some okay. stuff. Okay, I didn't ask her. She's not staying. Oh. He owes you. Do you know she can fix stuff? Better than me. Oh, yeah. She's a nurse. She... Oh. Do you need something fixed? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm okay right now, but anyone else, she's ready. All right, just get to the video. Yes, this is a guy getting kicked by a horse. Oh, just see, we're off to a great start. We can use that nurse now. 
It might be a double. Whoa, he oh. just walks up behind a horse. Yeah. Rule number one, don't walk up behind a horse. <laughs> they sense it, and they hate it, and that dude takes both. Both, yep. Ooh. He's out. Can't blame the vaccine for that one. Here's a, the next one's a priest not celebrating Black History Month. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> should I, I, think, should I, not, I don't know. Let's so, take a look. Should we be not, showing this one? Posing for a family a picture here. This one. Should I not oh turn God. this? Yeah, Brady, it's you funny. should turn it looks, around. Yeah. All right, it's a priest. It's a white woman holding a baby. They got two babies. And there's a white man. And they, Yeah, they got doubles. I think doubles. it's after the baptism. And there's They're a in so. bonnet. small yeah. African-American boy walking in front of and a And now let's get a picture of the family. Oh, <laughs> shoves hey, the black kid out of the Is that part of their family? Don't know. <laughs> I'm staying All quiet. Right. First All right. things first. You're pandering. If the black kid's not part of the family, the priest isn't wrong. If he is, he's racist. It could be his son. Ah, uh, then he wouldn't be a priest. I was going to say. Wait a minute. Uh, but then I don't know. I'm yeah, well, you never know. I was going to say. Little boys hanging around priests. I'm assuming that's, that's right. a priest. It, it, it looks pretty. Come here, Lionel. It, he looks very priesty. What do you think? He's a LARPer? But he Come could here, be, Lionel. <laughs> you know, could be Episcopal or... I don't know what can, any of that means. Bottom line is, he's standing there pushing the black kid out of the picture, assuming you don't fit Episcopals in. Episcopals can marry? I think so. Well, that's what you're debating on whether or not that is his child? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Why wouldn't you let him in the picture? Because that's, uh, you know, the family wanted a picture with him. Why? Because he just baptized their kids. So? Like, can his family be Why part of that? Why does anyone want that picture with yeah. a priest? And then get your, you know, adopted, whatever that is, out of here. I don't want to remember that moment. Next one's a guy that uh, pulls over on the side of the road to take a whiz. Okay. And uh, his timing is very fortunate. Because if he would have been in there 30 seconds later... Okay, he's taking a leak on the side of I the street. I wish we could translate this because it says nine M ten urologistas ever team. Oh man, okay, <laughs> hit play. Big semi truck dropped something onto his car. Oh, oh would have crushed the. Oh, oh my god, he done. He pulled over to pee, and this rock fell off a semi and crushed his car yeah. that he's no longer in. Got yeah. it all over Holy his pants. Yeah, yeah. I 30, gotta say, thirty seconds earlier, that who, guy would have been sitting in that car. Who pulled over and had? cause to film this i guess that's the guy a good point in, and mm. then all of a sudden we catch this oh, thing. right point there like perfectly framed know. yeah i was framed was it you know i know mm. they got a lot of cameras in mm. europe and on trees it seems to be this one a, seems low is this one on the guardrail i don't know yeah Tr- toledo might be must be a popular spot maybe they're writing tickets for people it is framed awfully well for what we're seeing Either way, I don't it's know how many awesome t- crushing takes of a car. it took to roll the boulder right. off and pretty awesome have work. it land. Maybe it's just the perfect storm, perfect camera, perfect stop. This is a guy cutting a uh, palm tree and a squirrel's in the top of the tree. Okay. Makes a hell of a leap. Oh, it's jumping out of this 80-foot tree? Oh, oh my swing. God. Flying squirrel. Oh, boy. No! Oh, not oh, a flying Oh, it is a flying Nice. Oh, my Rocky God. made the jump. Wow. Holy oh. smokes. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got him out. Holy crap. That dude cuts the whole top of the palm tree off. Wow. That looks like a Glendale house. Why did he cut the entire top of that tree off? Because they got to take it off in chunks. Otherwise, it falls oh, on. Okay. Well, that's well. It's house. exactly what just happened. Right. <laughs> wow. I think you just made up what you think happened. Sure. Yeah, there's no possible way you cut off. It's like Christy from the zoo again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Cheers, what happened? Why can't we just get a room of people that go, I don't know why they did that. That seems dumb.
That squirrel planted that tree. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. All right, Brett, hit me quick. All right. Kind of mild today, so. All right. Oh. Uh, this one... This one is uh, basically titled, Don't Piss Off the uh, Guys Running the Riot Truck. Riot Truck? Oh, this is the oh. guy that he, he did this Oh, one. he mooned. He, oh, he did this. And then the hose oh, gets so right. We've done that one. That okay. awesome. He mooned the guy with the giant hose on top of the truck. blasted him. Yeah. Welcome to Maryville. Nice, yeah. <laughs> That's happening right now in the avenues pretty much every day. And uh, this one's, watch, watch where you're uh, doing your skateboarding at. Okay. Oh, jeez, he skateboarded right under a moving... Oh, the motorcycle just ran right over him. Oh, my God. Guy was delivering food, too. Oh, God, yeah. Somebody's (laughs) terrible third-world Uber Eats aren't getting there. Well, good thing you saved a day of diarrhea, because whatever was strapped to the back of that motorcycle is not making its final destiny. And this one... Oh, don't geez, F with our I military. Like, I don't like that. These are our guys? Oh, two no, giant guns no, for no. Fred. Oh, no. you're, you're right. It's mild today. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I don't know calibers of guns that wow. big, but. And it's hold on. Let's. Blue the dude. sure that's our military? Pretty sure. My God, Brett! What about that's mild? <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, the other two were. <laughs> that's right. Two out of three. You know what? So you're the third dentist. I was milding yeah. it up for you. Sixty-seven percent of those were pretty mild. <laughs> it's pretty mild. The last right. one, not so mild. I got one with that, incredibly then. one Jesus. from hell. <laughs> Wow. And with that, there's more possible. That wasn't your oh, yeah. closer. No, no, no. Good, no. Good. I'll save them for tomorrow. Basically, whatever gun that is, wow, obliterates the human body. Well. Could I ask you to spice ten. it up tomorrow? <laughs> I'll have a meeting with him after the show. Hey, Brad, if you're going to do the videos, let's let's not go so milk toast, huh? Bring me something with some some firepower, friend. Oh, I did that. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It blew him up. I don't think that's our guys. I wouldn't think so. We, there'd no. be some sort of gigantic oh news story if that was our dudes. Well, it might be coming now. Yeah. Way to go, Bert. <laughs> Hey, I don't forward it to anybody. You you three are the only ones that have seen it besides me. You dudes thrown in the brig. Anyway, well, there you go. There's that. My stomach's spinning. Uh, There's your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Ready? Are you ready? Uh, here we go. It's 836. Uh, back on. I have to say this right. Nimesh. Yes, sir. Nimesh Patel. That's me. Because as, as you know, the white guy in me just goes Nimesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not right, Nimesh. It's Nimesh. I mean, I, I let... I've said in the match like a billion times. Yeah. It's just easier. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like Tempe, Tempe. Yeah. It's, my mom, it, it my mom says same. Nimesh, but it's like, like you have to really listen for that to ha- happen. Yeah. And what does she know? Yeah. No. <laughs> she only named you. Don't you. Correct her you don't well. correct her on what, what she named you, and you're like, that's not how you say it, lady. It's not right. Uh, you were at Stand Up Live uh, this weekend, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. If you want to go StandUpLive.com, uh, all over social media and everything else. We're going through a thing now. I've got a social media page that somebody's faked that is giving away money as me. Oh, no. And, yeah, so the whole morning I've been getting emails from people saying, oh, you gave me $1,000 yesterday. How do I collect that? And I'm like, oh, i got to let you know that I'm not as cool as that fake page. Are they texting you? Yeah, hey, well, I'm uh, getting loads of them right can now. Can you Venmo me? Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm disappointing people. Mm. The world has gotten now to the point where I'm like, no, it's not me. And they're like, oh, you screwed me. I'm like, no, I didn't. But my name's all over it. And I'm just right. waiting for this thing to say racial slurs, and then I lose my job. <laughs> That's a pretty big scam. Yeah. Have you ever been uh, stolen from uh, ID or anything like that? Not yet. Hopefully, hopefully that doesn't Send happen. Send a yeah. chick 
cash or anything? Did you just Cap knock fish? on your heart? There's yeah. a knock on some wood. <laughs> oh, I thought you were knocking on your heart. I did. I did, did knock on my heart, knock on my brain. What's knocking on your heart do? That's just, it's just like, I have like an OCD-ish. Oh. I knock on some wood, I got to knock on my heart. Get a, it's like knocking on oh, wood. Oh, you have to finish all three. Yeah, not just do one. Yeah, knocking on wood is like, is like a, a spiritual thing where they yeah. knock the evil spirits yeah. out. So right. I get the evil thoughts out of my heart and my brain as well. Oh, so you knocked them out, and then you huh. think maybe they moved into yeah, your heart. Yeah, you got to knock them right too. You know Why wouldn't they, they just like move into your jawbone or something? Just start punching yourself. I haven't fully thought this out. Okay, man. <laughs> just, I didn't realize I would catch myself. It's, it's a work in progress. Because your OCD <laughs> makes me OCD about asking questions it, about it. Like, well, now I you've made like me worry. I like the triple thing now. Why yeah. would it go to your I, heart? I that well, that's ridiculous because uh, now you're just pushing it into your shoulders. And I, hope, stuff. I hope I pass this superstition on to everybody. Well, what do I have to knock on now that all your evil spirits are floating around the room? That's selfish. You're being selfish. I'm changing up. I'm going wood, D, and then brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's oh, what, yeah. yeah. Depends on if the, the evil spirits are horny, I guess. Yeah. I'm could not be one of the same. Yeah, <laughs> that could be. Oh, now, now I'm worried. Because <laughs> I'm superstitious about knock on wood for no reason. I've forgotten what we were knocking on wood about yeah, in well, the first better, place. We, well, oh, uh, identity theft, yeah. yeah right. get <laughs> and while we while we were talking about it, somebody stole your identity. It's, it's possible. possible. It sucks even more. There is, a, there is another comedian out there named Nimesh Patel. There is? And... Uh, I, I doubt he's listening. Is he giving away it, money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Open mic out in yeah. Dallas. <laughs> is and, that true? And I'm just like, I'm, I have a few friends have been like, hey, mate, are you doing the show? Or a few people I'm like, are you doing the show in Dallas on February 12th? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, he can't have that. <laughs> no, but that's, let. I'm I'm happy to see all Nimesh Patel succeed. No. <laughs> let, let it happen. You want all the Nimesh Patels to confuse your career. It only his yeah. game. It'll be, it hurts yours. I don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll detract from anything I'm doing. He's terrible is what you're saying. No, I've never seen him. I, re- I, refuse, I refuse to watch anything he does. Because you'll steal it. Yes. It'll, it'll be mine. <laughs> and it's great. But yeah. what if he hits and then you're the Nimesh Patel? That's, then the game on. Competition's that's on. That's right. You know? I I've already got the verified... Instagram, so okay, I got so, that leg up right now. So he's screwed on that one. Yes. So he's got to do something pretty spectacular to become it, another verified Nimesh Patel. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work for him. That would yeah, stink. I'm changing that up. Yeah. I, like, I mean, put an R in there or something. <laughs> just add, add a letter. An extra E or something. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Do something. Let it distinguish himself. He My, just changed his name to Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> for a while there, I would, when I Googled my own name, another John Holmberg popped up, and he was an incredibly successful yachtsman. Uh-huh. Everything I will never be. Yeah, this guy was. No one's confusing you for that. <laughs> no, and I texted him and I said we should do a convention of John Holmberg's, like you know the people who you Google and then we just go to a thing in like Miami and we all meet and have the name text us. Hi, my name's John Holmberg, and he simply the best email I've ever returned. It just said no. No. <laughs> what was that? No. When I started, when I started comedy, uh, back in '09, and I was you know feeling myself and googling Nimesh Patel's. The and I have a joke about it, but it's the truth that. Like the number one Google result was this beautiful cardiothoracic surgeon in Texas, and I was like, "Oh well, I got uh, this guy's living the, what my parents wished I was living." Yeah, like, he's he's amazing, super man. successful on TV, like the, one of those TV doctors yeah. that like gets consulted, brought in to oh. do like Good Morning America because he looks great on TV too, and he's super smart and yeah. sharp. Yeah. and now. It's me. <laughs> so you, when you Google Nimesh Patel, it's you first. It's me first. Screw the cardiologist. Yeah, and, yeah. and people are like, oh, that's because you're doing your, like, um, 
uh, like, you know, Google will give you searches that are most related to you, but then right. I'll go an incognito tab, so I clear all the cookies and stuff, and nice. I'm still number one. That's how I know I'm the real. That's how you know you're the real Nimesh I'm Patel. the truth. Yeah, and you feel good about that. You're oh, dominating oh, the oh, world of Nimesh Patel. Yes, well, in, in Google search results. <laughs> right, yeah. but that's first place. <laughs> yes. Because that's what I think, too. If you Google yourself and you're in first place, because I like standings, uh-huh. like, that's great. And then the day you Google and he passes you, you got to figure out what he's just done and up your game. Like yes. It's competition. He's, he's killing the cardio... Thoracic surgery game. I'm like, man, I gotta, yeah. I gotta tell better jokes. <laughs> you gotta start writing. You I gotta, gotta start, start saving some lives <laughs> at this comedy. Man, <laughs> maybe go swipe from that unknown Nimesh Patel. Get a few good ones off of him. This whole Nimesh Patel cycle is gonna start. What if he goes crazy? You know, that's what I'm worried about. My fake Facebook page starts going crazy and hating Jewish people or whatever. Uh-huh. What if this Nimesh Patel does that and ruins the name? Well, I mean, that's actually that guy's just my subconscious. Oh, I see. <laughs> so it's, you know, like I can't be responsible. No, He's the blue version <laughs> yeah. of your act. Yeah, yeah. would it rattle if uh, three weeks later you go to the Google thing and the yeah. search and Nimesh all Patel, there, Texas, yeah. Texas yeah. Nimesh. It starts uh, Nimesh Patel clan. Texas Nimesh should be his name. <laughs> yeah. Texas Nimesh. Is that's pretty actually pretty song. good. <laughs> I would go see that just Texas out of curiosity Nimesh. of what the hell is going to happen here. He's a, he is a cardiologist and he's a hilarious barbecue guy. That would be yeah. amazing. I would watch Texas Nimesh. Yeah, yeah I always worry about that, that somebody's going to reckon it. We had a guy pitching for the Diamondbacks named David Holmberg. And I'm like, all right. People think we're related because it's not a common name. Uh-huh. And you can't go out there and suck because everybody's going to think that somehow or another I'm tired Cousin is terrible. Yeah, or Holmberg <laughs> sucks will yeah. become like a chant at the ballpark. And I'm like, well, that's not for me, but I can't help but take that personally. Uh-huh. So if, uh, you got to keep an eye on those Nimesh Patels. Well, listen, if I was worried about what every Patel was doing, I would, I would not sleep <laughs> at all. Yeah, you got a fairly common name. <laughs> but at least you, can, you have the excuse of saying, well, that was way over somewhere else. But yeah. all the Patels, that they're not, it's not a crazy people. The, the Patels? Patels? Yeah, they seem to be. You don't hear Patels it's, wrapped up in too many crimes. That's because we keep everything under wraps. Smart. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, there's, there's Patels doing some wild Got things out there, Got a grocery store down in Chandler. Patels. Patel Brothers. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the there's thing. Patel Brothers here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I should pay them a visit for sure. <laughs> Just show up and ID. Yeah. Like and it's got to be a discount. This is me right here. <laughs> <laughs> Google that's, it. That's how I know... Uh, like if if a show is gonna do all right, if there's a Patel Brothers in town, <laughs> I will at least have some Indian fans show up. It's like it's like a a, a marker for me. Yeah. Like okay, I know I'm in a safe place. You know, yeah. like some people go to McDonald's, they see a McDonald's, like okay, this is a, I know this is an okay place to eat. Like if you're yeah. in a foreign country, yeah, right passage. Yeah, it's yeah. that moment you're like okay. Uh, yeah, it's if comfort. I see Patel it's Brothers, comfort. I'm like oh yeah. okay, we all right. And Patel Brothers, and so that is a necessity for you to have like Indian fans. It, it is a. Uh, I would love to have more Indian fans. Right now, the remarkable thing and uh, that I'm very grateful for is that in, in Phoenix was like one of these first places where I was like, oh, snap, Like my fan base is insanely diverse. Because like yeah. three years ago, two years ago, I did Tempe Improv yeah. uh, for like three shows. And I was like, who's going to come out in Tempe? And it was the most diverse crowds I've really? ever seen. Like it was Hispanic people, black people, white people, Indian people. And then I started seeing that everywhere I was going. Yeah. And that let me know that I had not crossed into the Indian fan base yet, which is a good thing because that means there's so much right. You're appealing potential. to a, you're appealing to a lot of people. But exactly. is your goal to have all Indian fan base? Absolutely not. <laughs> see, that would be my goal. <laughs> my goal. I want to see that whole room go one direction. Go finally. No, it, it's, <laughs> we it's, got rid of them. I, to me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to me, it's like uh, uh, the, the bigger the better. The more yeah, fans oh, yeah. I have, the better. Obviously, sure. so like. It would be amazing to have 
one show, like two shows, three shows of a weekend, just be all Indian people, and the next three shows be like every race of people. Yeah. We well, like, could that's do that. The goal. Indians only night. Yes, <laughs> just speaking to Drabi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that'll let the, let, they'll let my other fans know who I'm really in. And I you guarantee know? you, the club is all about that. Yes. like narrowing it down to just that with a, with a foreign language. But that's it's even a, better. Complaining. Yeah. He'll do it. Uh, what do you do for fun? What's your like? What's your day like? Well, I'm currently just trying to figure out what I should be doing for fun. Yeah. It's funny that you ask. I was just okay. thinking about like, uh, like I was. Uh, this is a rock station. Yeah, I was like. If they were to ask me what's my favorite rock music, but I I could only say Prince or Van Halen, but that's only because I've started to try to open up my ear. Yeah. What do you listen to? Prince. Oh, so you just listen to nothing <laughs> but been, Prince? I've been listening to a lot of Prince lately. Yeah. And then I've been listening to a lot of classical music just to like keep my brain jogging. Yeah. And then I'm going through Rolling Stone's uh, 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list just as a way to like diversify my ear. Wow. Because I... I I was so into hip hop, yeah. like in my formative years, that I know a lot of hip hop, and I'm a big fan of hip hop. Right. But then you listen to Van Halen's first album, and amazing, like, amazing. Yeah, we were where, just talking about that yesterday. Where was I? Yeah, <laughs> the thing's incredible. You know, like yeah. Running with the Devil. I could listen to that backwards, and it's yeah. like the, my one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, where? What other music, incredible music, yeah. did I miss? That comes that's, with age, too. And that's good to hear because, I mean, just discovering it now, that's how well that That's how album, good it is. Yeah. It's 43 yeah. years old, and you're sitting back when this thing holds up, like when people hear it for the first time now. I listened to David Bowie's, I forget the name of the album, uh, but it's like the first one that shows up on the Rolling Stones 500 yeah. list. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is incredible. I went through, I've, I've gone through different really? phases of music. What have you hated so far? Husker Du doesn't really Husker Du sucks. <laughs> I don't get that one. Really. I'm with you on that. Everybody's like, oh, Husker Du. And I think we've just talked ourselves into them being cool uh-huh. by a group of people who we might have thought were cool. And yelling yeah. at Husker Du. And it's just, yeah, maybe it's a fun thing to say, but I've listened and I'm like, I don't get this. Yeah. I don't know anyone who does. Uh, my, my friend Josh Adam Myers is another very funny stand-up comedian who has a podcast about the 500 greatest albums. Yeah. I think, I think he was like, you should check them out. And I did, and I was like... I can't do this, man. Yeah, that, I, cannot, I cannot listen to this. Yeah, and they're, they're on the list. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. high on the list. I don't know where they're at in the list. I just saw, well, maybe we it was a different We looked at one. Well, we the, looked at the, to the top uh, debut albums ever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, and like Patty Smythe and all this. I'm like, I don't, those are garbage. That's a but Rolling Stone factor, thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's always the Rolling Stone element where like they want to be cooler than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, you're fine. Or 28. Four twenty-eight, yeah. the Bowie one. Yep. Oh no, that's Husker dude. Oh Husker dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, um, the funny thing is, is, I think it comes with age because for years, like I think the same thing. Like, why was I so dismissive of this group, this genre of music? Because I just was worried that my friends would think, "Oh, you listen to that? Something's wrong with you." Like, why? Why don't we open up to everything? I don't know. I mean, I didn't grow up in a very musical household. You know, like I'm always envious of people who were always surrounded by music. Yeah. I grew up in a household that played a lot of Indian movies all the time, but I was also of the mind, like, I don't want to listen to Indian stuff all the time, right. you know, for better or for worse. And so I never really got into Indian music and all that. And then my dad's store, his liquor store was in a black neighborhood, so I had that heavy, like, hip-hop influence. My yeah. dad would come home with, like, CDs and stuff that he never listened to, but he was like, oh, maybe my son will like this. Right. And I did, and that was how my musical journey kind of started. And then just recently, probably in the last like few years, when I've been really just trying to open up my ears yeah. to everything. Because a weird thing, I did the same thing probably about ten years ago. I'm like, why am I holding back on all this stuff? Why am I worried about being wrong? A I lot, can like what I like. A lot when of when you were a kid, just, uh-huh. yeah. and your dad brought home the seat. What was the first 
hip hop that you discovered basically this DMX. Was, it was like, oh, wow. and I was like, I should not have been listening to DMX. No, I was, was going like to say your dad was not paying attention. <laughs> he was just keeping you busy. But I was, I was really into it, you know. And it was, uh, this is going to sound stupid as I think about it, but it was like oddly relatable to me because I felt. The, the themes of under, underlying themes of like struggling and trying to like make it without like no one on your team that yeah. I was listening from DMX is what I was really vibing with. I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up yeah. either. You know that kind of thing. As a kid, were you always wondering where your dogs were at? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, Set up right. excellent work. Right <laughs> thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> I had to do it as a straight man. Too. No, I, could, I couldn't bring that. That was story. solid. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, uh, like recently, what sparked it was i have friends who have like insane ears like they yeah. they remember songs from they'll hear something playing at a restaurant I'm like oh this is you yeah. know so and so from i'm like well, how the hell do you know yeah. that they're like built-in shazams yes yeah. and it's like the best comedians have the best ears yeah the best comedians are the best listeners and if anything if i can do anything to up my listening game yeah. it is listening to music and that that's really what i'm trying yeah. to do See, I think that's great. I, I like that's a weird thing that in my mind I've had to force myself to do mm-hmm. is just say I don't care if you don't like this; it's good. Yes, and you know what we did it mainly started with Nickelback for some reason. Where I'm like, you know what, they get a bad rap. <laughs> do they? <laughs> well, no. I mean, that's they, they do have that, they yeah. do have a rap that's somewhat deserved. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you, you go to one of their concerts and you're like, there's 30 hit songs here. Mm-hmm. Like these guys know what they're doing. Maybe it's not great. But just have fun. I don't think they're trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, yeah. That's the same. I have the same uh, approach with Coldplay. Exactly. The first Coldplay. two Coldplay albums, first three Coldplay albums, I'm like, those are like my childhood. Yeah, like, it's amazing. Incredible. Yes. And then everybody's like, oh, they're too, they got too popular. It's like, oh, they do what they do. Yeah. I'm not a huge Coldplay fan the last time. I mean, you don't have to like everything they do, but no. it's the same thing. I just kind of an open ear towards it. I love the, I think Sam Smith and Kim Petras said, like, that Unholy song is like the, one of the greatest know. pop songs that's going. You haven't heard that I, I, yet? I don't know it. I don't know. You don't it. know Unholy? It's everywhere right now. I, and I, it's. By a transgender I'm, and a and a person who had a sex change who has the nicest breasts I've ever seen on a guy in my life. Uh-huh. She's she's got <laughs> great this, cans. This dude has great <laughs> cans. And they're uh, selling coconuts. Yeah, coconuts uh, is about her uh, cans. And you're like, man, oh man, what I wouldn't do to give that girl a hand job. I don't know what I'm thinking when I look at her. <laughs> the the song is the Pope describing their relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard that one yet. No. Yeah, but I've opened my ears to all that stuff and I and I'm glad it's I did. It's riled up the crowd too cuz people feel, you know, the feedback is it's a satanic song. Wow. Well, uh-huh. It's called unholy. You're yeah. an idiot to think it isn't. That's uh that's probably by design. It's yeah, like it, right. the cans, you know. This isn't unholy though. This is my coconuts. This is a that's a fella. Guys, by the way. Aren't those spectacular for I a man? Did not be feeling the way I am. <laughs> yeah, none of us should. Come here for a second, Mitchell. Hold, hold me. Imagine hold if your dad brought that uh, home. Hey, dad, what are you telling me? The one thing I haven't done is uh, hug a man while this is on. Do you mind uh, if I come over there? Yeah, they're amazing. So yeah, we. I'm like, why? Why would I dismiss this from my life? Mm. <laughs> Keep it you going. Know, yeah, maybe. yeah. Never stop. It's weird. And I don't want that. I'm with you. I'm like, I don't like that my body is saying you should like that. I, I the, the music does not jive with me. The no. hip hop. I mean, the what's the it poppy called? Stuff. The, the poppy yeah. stuff yeah. of it all. Yeah. But I'm open to listening to whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. the yeah. one song I did, she does, I wasn't sure what it's about. It's called Throat Goat. And then I think <laughs> right. it's true. <laughs> There's a song called Throat Goat, and she gargles in it, and you're like, <laughs> all right, okay, all right. Just as long as I don't look down, it's, I think I'm going to enjoy this. It's really forcing the uh, 
their lifestyle upon me. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And you know what? If that's how they force their lifestyle upon me, why am I arguing? <laughs> that's going to sell some yeah. records. You're not blowing me, mister. Wait a second. This doesn't seem so bad. Uh, you said you watched a lot of uh, Indian movies as a kid. What is that? I did not watch a oh, lot of Oh, you didn't? They no, were no, just around. I, I was just around it all the yeah. time. Like, my sister can recite. Like tons of Indian movies, she was really into it, and you kind of fought the whole thing. Yeah, I think I think it was that like rebellious. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do what everyone else is doing, kind of right. thing. Who was her crush in the movies? One particular one, probably Rithik Roshan, who was back in, like he's still like just a jacked, beautiful Indian man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but that, I mean, he was a stud, and yeah. then Shah Rukh Khan is like the guy. But, Why do you think that that doesn't translate to an American audience? What's that? But, just the oh. Indian culture. I mean, I think now, like, more and more Americans are kind of embracing all of it. Yeah. I think... Uh, but don't you think it's almost... I, I don't want to say it, like, in a rude way, but it's almost novelty to... Like, oh, that's it's kind of almost uh, tchotchke stuff rather than actually understanding it. It feels to me that it's more... In the middle of the country, it's just not, we're not as prevalent as we right. are on the coast. Like, on the right. coast, it's like everyone... That's true. Indian stuff is everywhere. You see Patel Brothers in Phoenix, Arizona, people are like, what is Patel yeah. Brothers? But that's just like a, a a sign of things that come. Eventually, it will not be tchotchke-ish. It'll are be you like threatening a, us? Are you saying yes, it's a takeover coming? Here it comes. It is Eventually, happening. It's a sign of things first, to come. First, we get your hearts through the cardiology. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then we and get comedy. your taxes through the accountant. That's and now, right. God damn it. I'm it's the been last slow. Time. They're doing it. And, then, <laughs> and then the funny comes. That's, Forget about it. We're I all doomed. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for, yeah. me, for me, growing up, it was just like I grew up surrounded by Indian people. Okay. Like uh, on the coast and a lot of cities in, in like Texas and, and yeah. Chicago where there's a lot of Indian people. I was always like, well, I don't want to do everything Indian because everything around me is Indian. Right. It's like this innate kind of thing to be rebellious. Right. Whereas in places in the middle of the country, what I found with the, the Indian people that come out to see me, they are looking for someone who represents them because they never had anybody right. to represent them. Got it. So it's like a interesting mix of what's happening with Indian culture, so to speak, now. Because on the coast, it's like we've been around forever. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the country, we're slowly becoming not what's it called, uh, uh, like uh, not appropriated, but oh, oh, uh, assimilated. Yeah, assimilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 that's, I mean, kind of when I say that, I'm like, why do you think like it's such a huge. Uh, it's such a huge country, and there's so much entertainment and movies and music that come from it. And it's not like it ever permeates American culture. It's yeah. around spaces, like you say, like on the coast and stuff. It's there. You get to the Midwest, but and it never like, bleeds in. It's all in. coal yeah. centers, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I cannot, I cannot tell you how many YouTube comments I've read. Like, oh. Sanjeet from the call center doing yeah. comedy. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're from Kansas, bro. You're one of those. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what I always wonder why that does. Because it's there's there has to be a lot of great movies. And I thought Slumdog Millionaire when that came out, I'm like, here we go. This mm -hmm. is now Bollywood's going to go crazy over here, and it never really did. I think uh, I think the type of movie that is popular that crosses over to the Indian American audience is like the biggest hit of, over there, and that are also like produced the best and marketed the best yeah there's probably an infinite number of films in india that are like actually very good films that are up to like in american right. hollywood sort of good film standards right. that we just don't know about right that i don't know about i'm, I'm gonna plead ignorance on this yeah. like i don't i'm sure there's a it's like the biggest movie industry on the planet it's yeah. huge and i was just talking about it's funny i was just talking about this last night i went to toko madera shout out to that steakhouse oh, yeah. last night good stuff and uh i was talking to my friend and 
I was relaying to him the story of when I was in in, in Peru because in Toca Madera there's like it was me my friend who I was with and like maybe three other brown people of any sort of ethnicity. <laughs> like you walk, I'm like I I wonder if like if people in Scottsdale realize that there's no diversity in no, Scottsdale. Sometimes. They all look like me. Yes, <laughs> but what I. I was telling him, I was like, it's crazy how Indian stuff is actually everywhere if you think about if, like, I was in Peru in 2007. I was on a bus with one of my friends. We we're going up a mountain on a farmer's bus. And in front of me is a Peruvian farmer, doesn't speak a drop of English, turns around and asks me if I'm Indian. I'm like, yes. And, and he starts singing the theme song from Kalhonaho, which is one of the biggest Indian movies on the planet. And I'm like, how the hell do you know? <laughs> Are you making fun of me? <laughs> how do you? And then we sang the song up the mountain. It was like, like the Flintstones. It was, it was a beautiful moment to me because it was like, yeah. I was like, how do you know about this? He's like, oh, because they sell bootleg DVDs of Bollywood movies everywhere in Peru. It's like, really? They love... The dancing, they love like the telenovela aspect yeah. of a of a the over Indian movie. dramatic everything. Yes. Yeah, sang like, the song, drank the potion, purged your body, <laughs> right. and it was an amazing. How about it, that? It was beautiful. It was such a moment for yeah. me. I was like, oh, we are everywhere. And if you were, if in America, it feels like there's almost like a willingness to not try to find that stuff. Yeah, because like, no, we got our own thing going on, and you know, for better or for worse, that's that's worked yeah. out. But. I think that you just answered it. I think it's because Americans are like, we got stuff. Yeah, we got plenty. Why, of stuff. why do we have to look somewhere else? And you know what? I love American movies. Yeah, <laughs> so great. that's what I'm trying to do for fun. Yeah. Bring it back to the original question is uh, uh, I've been trying to watch a lot more movies. Yeah. What's, what are you into? What movies are you watching? Anything and everything. You know, like yeah. uh, I'm. I'm working on writing. It sounds like you just got like released as a hostage. And yeah, you're just introducing did. yourself what to culture. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just uh, found out movies were a thing. I'm going to watch some of those. I'm writing a, a coming of age movie with a, a friend of mine. So I've been trying to watch all the coming of age movie classic. Yeah. I just watched American Graffiti. I watched oh, yeah. Days and Confused. Great stuff. Super bad. I've watched a billion. Super bad holds up. I think yeah. it will remain one of the greatest coming of age movies. Yeah. It's amazing. Of all time. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's so ridiculously funny. Yeah. Uh, Booksmart was okay. Yeah, I didn't like that one that much. No, it's all right. It's like girl, girl, super bad. It but if it if it was if it was, I don't care about the girl part. It's not as super bad as super bad. That's what is. I mean. It felt like they were trying to be, and it's like, oh, it's kind of the light version, and they won't go for it. Yeah, it was just, uh, and it was. It didn't seem. No one talks like that. No, in the way they do in the movie Booksmart. Yeah. Whereas, like American Graffiti was such a, and I had no idea that this was the case, but it was like the. One of the first real coming of age movies. It's George Lucas did. It. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and it's it's shot so odd. It's like takes place mostly in cars. It's all dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's hard to watch when you're not really like following along. It's like yeah. I don't know what, if this what's is happening. It just yeah, looks yeah. bad. Yeah, and then you realize how great it is. It's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of those, um, and then whenever whatever pops up on my uh, Netflix, I'll try to yeah. if, if if it's a classic of some kind. And then my friend who I'm writing a movie with. Mookie Thompson, uh, he's like a huge cinephile, so oh, he'll just he recommend he'll recommend anything crazy. The wildest movie I've seen recently was Titan. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. What it, it won Con. It got like an eight minute standing ovation at Con, like this year or last year. And I can't say too much about it because I'll I'll give it away. But it's like about it's about a woman who has a relationship that's crazy. Okay, that, that's all I can say about okay. a women relationship. I was going to say, I think I've no. like, divorced her. Yeah. Go watch it. You too, huh? Go yeah. watch it. Go watch it, and you'll be like, it's the most visceral movie watching experience I've had. In Titan. T i t a t i t a n e. Okay, it's on. I think you can watch it on Hulu. All right. 
check it. It'll out. blow your mind. Okay, right. it, just watch it, and you're like, and then, and then, but it's not with a man or a woman; it's with a thing. Yes. Okay. And you'll sit there and be like, "This is." And if you if you try to get to the under, if you try to watch it from a what, a, what an analysis perspective, yeah. you're like, "Oh, this is." I understand why this is one of the greatest movies I've seen in a very long time. Really? It's it's mind blowing. So it's deep beyond its yes, its purpose. It's also just viscerally like. This is my face the whole time. Like, <laughs> what, What's happening? What is happening? Like, I was texting my friends as I was watching the movie, and every other text was OMG, yeah. OMFG, really? WTF. Oh, like, i got to watch this. I want to stop the show now. <laughs> yeah, We're done. That's the ridiculous. end of the show. Nimesh Patel will be at the uh, stand-up live. We're leaving right yes. now. That's the, I'm looking for entertainment because I'm so bored with everything. It, yes. The, so it, it, this, it is wild. Okay. Titan. Titan, yes. Right, we all have a report to do tomorrow on Titan. Yeah. Because now I'm curious what she's banging. Because you basically told me it's a porn with a thing. <laughs> it's, it's you a, sold it beautifully. It, it, I'm not giving too much away. Uh, uh, but you'll know within the first two minutes of what's going to happen. Okay. And then you just want to see it play out. And you're like, how the hell All did... Right. I think that's it. Thought of yes. this. Titan. Yes. Oh, it's just a picture of a girl and things. You'll oh. never know. All right. I don't want to know. Right. I'm, I'll watch going in blind. Beautiful. See, this is the kind of stuff I like. When people come in with, like, something. Yeah. I'm and just like, here's the thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to... Just expand on everything in my brain, and it, it is all just to become a better comedian. Yeah, just to know more and be more and, and branch out. It's exactly. hard now because there's nobody has the same reference points. No, everything is so nichified. Yeah, if I can cut through all the niches and find like what we're all going through together. Yeah, uh, that's the goal. Well, that's why I think eventually comedy's just going to end up uh, being pies in the face again. Because sooner or later, yes. we're all, yeah, because I mean, who doesn't enjoy that? But it's like stepping on rakes and pies in the face because we're all losing the ability to relate to the, like, you're not watching the same thing I'm watching. You don't have the same experiences anymore. We're all in our own little bubbles. Everyone's, pies and rubber chickens. Yeah, the rubber chickens were amazing. Those were, those were classics for a reason. That's right. You know, it's Invented by a man named John Holmberg. The really? rubber chicken, yeah. I wow. found that out. You can Google that. He comes up, too. Have you topped it? You've had, right? You've well, you bested him. He, oh, yeah, I hope so. He no. did blackface chickens. That's a real thing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Why? He's a Swedish comedian who used to do... Oh, he. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He, he was, was in blackface. blackface uh, yeah. oh, and he okay, did chickens. Okay. And then to top him, we had blackface chickens made as keychains. And it didn't take off. No. Surprising, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> but they, they could just call them roasted chickens. Right. Why, that's why? what we would think. But no, everybody got all up in arms. But blackface no, he invented... He was a blackface comedian in Sweden uh-huh. named John Holmberg, and he invented the rubber chicken. And he was using real chicken for a while, but uh-huh. it started to stink on the road. So I guess he yeah, just, hard you know, to carry. Rubberized <laughs> one and made it. So eventually, we'll get back to that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, th- I like it. Good thinking comedy. That's the fun thing. Uh, Nimesh Patel, leave us with words of wisdom, sir. Something good. We're all gonna die, man. That's right. Uh, like <laughs> Kevin more... Barnett used to say, <laughs> "It <Yeah>. is near." <laughs> We're you, all gonna die. How do you want to die? Like what's uh, your like? You can pick your ultimate death. We all are going to do it, and we all stray from this question. How would you like to go? A burden to my family. That's how I'm trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh you want to be a heavy, heavy weight yeah. emotionally and financially I'm on the entire family. Tear my family apart <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> yep. Doesn't matter what gets you. Nope. So long as it hurts them for a long Lay time. On my deathbed, like ah, I'm not I, going. Just I like, told you. <laughs> yep. I, wanted to, I was expecting yeah, like pills or maybe a jump. No, I want to be a burden to the entire Patel family. That's beautiful. Well done, Nimesh Patel. Uh, Stand up live this weekend. Thank you, man. Good Thank you very you. much. Thank you guys for K-U-P-D. having me. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.
Holmberg's morning sickness. Told you. Because I know how <laughs> I know how things work around here. I, I'm going to read this. I also know how we bet, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, I got an email, and I'll give you guys, uh, we'll just play this game for the last 40 minutes of the show. I'll give you all a thousand guesses as to what oh. this person's first name is. What is this guy's name who's on the air with you? His voice is so deep and sexy, I need to look him up online. Naraya. Namish. He's not. <laughs> he liked Namish Patel. She liked Namish Patel. We're asking for they her like name. Namish yeah. Or their name. What do you suppose that is? Just, I'll give you a oh. I don't think you I don't think in three thousand guesses in this room you'd ever guess. Harmony. Nope. Um Brady's really taking it seriously. Can't even John Gordon. Off. John Gordon is incorrect. Can't, <laughs> Brady can't even get one out. I've given him a thousand. Is it atypical? Uh I'll say it starts with a D and it ends with an L. Again, what is this guy's name? His voice is so deep and so sexy. I must look him up online. Duck Bill. Uh, Duck Bill is no. That's <laughs> Nope. David Lee. <laughs> nope. That's a, those are initials. You don't know how D's and L's work, but that's right. It starts with a D and ends in an L. Oh, it ends yeah. in an L. Very close. Daryl. Daniel. No. 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 It's Dell. A, a guy named Dell. Dell just couldn't get enough. He had to ask me. Who was on the air with you? Dell sell real estate in Queen Creek? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, he's a proper gay. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go again. I would have... Way to go, Stephen. Why would have... Yeah, Stephen's back. <laughs> Get with any pride, sell real estate in uh, Queen Creek, for God's sakes. Downtown. The Biltmore. His voice is so sexy and deep. All I'm doing right now is trying to get Dell to like me. His voice is so sexy and deep. I need to look him up online. <laughs> Dell, you can find me at a fake Facebook page right now. Pictures aren't so bad. <laughs> If you're interested. The name of the person on the air was Kirby Bogan. Do Johnny Gill, Kirby. <laughs> I'll rob you the right away. <laughs> oh, you went to the thing last night. Yeah. You? How was it? Oh, unbelievable. We have a uh, tape. Here they are. Uh, Brady's at Kirby's recital last night. Green sleeves. We're still doing Christmas. Green stuff. sleeves. <laughs> it's the one oh, thing we so know. Good. So good. Oh, they do this. Hang on, Snoopy. Snoopy, hang on. Thank you for coming, Daddy. Anyway, I just like that. A guy emails me. What is this man's name? <sighs> I must masturbate now. Uh, it's almost time for our FanDuel picks of the week, and since football's over, it's a it's a mad scramble to have interesting bets now. I'm going to introduce you boys into something that us gamblers know uh, called chasing. Chasing is when you've lost pretty much every bet. For, and I'm getting it all back in one bet. I heard that most horse bettors do this. So every better does it. There's oh, okay. signs all over Vegas. That go, Here's the three steps you're in trouble. <laughs> Step one, you have no money. Step two, you're chasing. Chasing is basically going, with this last $10, I'm going to do the most foolish thing I've ever done and get it all back. <laughs> And you'd be better off just selling your ass to people for a few minutes. <laughs> for ten dollars? You know, well, ten to start and then like <laughs> work your way. You're gonna work your way back in much it's a guarantee. <laughs> if you sell your anus, you're gonna get the, the chasing. So we gotta chase. We've been awful. Last week when I'm like, hey, everybody had good bets. Uh, just terrible. Somehow yeah, or another yeah. we we mushed that one too. So here's the thing. A chase bet that must be a plus 5,000 or more Ooh. and include at least two sports that aren't basketball or hockey. Wow. Where do you find? You can have basketball and hockey, but you have to have other stuff in there. Okay. 
Okay. So you have to. Okay, where where do you find that? Brett's already struggling. Holy crap! The tennis is already there's, started. There's tennis. There's ping pong. There's darts. I'll even throw in a little baseball. Although the only bet you can make on baseball right now is to pick a World Series champion. I would prefer like you can have two bets in there from the NBA or college basketball, but two of your four bets on this four leg parlay have to be sports that aren't hockey or uh, basketball. Oh, so it's four legs? I thought you said four two. legs. Oh, I thought you said two. That's what I. Thought. No, two of them have to be another sport. Oh, oh other than oh, basketball right, or right, hockey, right, yeah, you can go basketball and hockey twice, and then the other two have to be something outside of there. So four leg parlay that has a plus five thousand win. Okay. Wow. So you okay. can go down and like pick. I don't like Chase. Joel Embiid <laughs> to score fifty points. Yeah. Uh, you can do Ooh. something like that. <laughs> All right. Now you should probably. Well, you're going to say the same thing when you look at the dartboard. So. I have a bet in mind. I don't even know what it means, but it's a nice number. And my bet is a plus 5,127 win. So for our $10 bet, this is chasing, boys. This gets us back on the pony. All right, I got soccer. Sevilla is going to be 2,300. Fire off right that and then make three safe ones around it. That's pretty good. So you uh, do your bets, get it all together, make it all a thing. Uh, we'll get it together. And after Papa Roach is done singing at us, we'll find out what you guys have chosen. It's FanDuel. We're chasing. Because we're terrible at this. But it's so much fun. And we're not doing it irresponsibly. <laughs> till today. Ron Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. KUPD. Well, you're going to do that. All right, here we go. It's, uh, I hope you guys are ready. Brady, better get it going. We'll go to you last, friend. Look at that face. The defeated Wilford Brimley. Oh, I'm, I'm looking for high risk. <laughs> Plus 11,000 yeah. minus. Holy cow. You guys went for it. That's dumb. I, I, Brett's still digging around. But plus four hundred's my longest shot. I thought I had to keep them all you have around to, there. Three or four at four hundred. No, you did. Well, clearly at plus eleven thousand, yeah. you've overshot your yeah, your budget. Uh, the deal on FanDuel right now, especially. Uh, well, I think of the things you can do on FanDuel right now, which are great because you got. Uh, oh shoot! I almost lost that bet. Uh, yeah, they're uh, the whole deal uh, with the uh, no sweat same game parlays is still going on. So if you yeah, just yeah if NBA you, yeah NBA on TNT start yeah. right now, you can play along to you get a to, good. Uh, you have to opt in, go on your Fanduel account, opt in, and then you get a yeah. no sweat bet. Oh and Christ! Slash KUPD on the back. Oh Christ! It's easy. So you can't really lose on your first couple go rounds with a steal. Can I just PayPal them my money right yeah. now because there's no way this you is going to hit. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, Brett, you seem to be ready. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, we're chasing today, and then and then you're going to text. Uh, the five three three. Okay, this is. Uh, let's see here. My bet is Baraga. I don't know what that to is to beat Florentina. <laughs> soccer. That sounds like dinner. It's plus five thousand. Barada is. What oh, Barada. Barada is going to beat Florentine. Yeah, and then um, taking the Mavericks on the money line, the Warriors on the money line, and the Bulls on the money line, and that's plus. Twenty nine thousand two hundred and fifteen. That is what? What is the first bet? That's the Baraga one minus five thousand or uh, plus five thousand. They are such underdogs yeah. that they will. They're a plus five thousand to yeah. just win a game. Uh, apparently, I like your odds. <laughs> if I win, I'll get twenty nine hundred bucks <laughs> for a ten dollar bet. <laughs> yeah, that's chasing my twenty nine. It feels good, doesn't it? That is because the other three are probably fairly. I've never seen a, a, a money line bet go to plus five thousand. Yeah. I'd, how bad is that team they're playing, Baraga? It, it must be like it must be like the uh, Mercury taking on like the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> You're going to be Al Michaels if that hits. <laughs> it's the week it happened. Yesterday was the 43rd anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. I think the WAP Miracle on Ice might happen right next to us here in a little bit. Holy cow! Plus five thousand just to win the game. I like it. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, evidently that's not something anyone believes will happen, but plus 5,000. All right, Toledo, what's your giant plus 11? All right, so like I said, mine is plus 11,221. I'm taking Arthur Phil's fees, Brady, I don't know, it's a tennis game, uh, versus Sinner. He's a plus 400 bet. I'm taking Nance, N-A-N-T-E-S, to qualify for the next round in whatever soccer they're against in Juventus. That's plus 235. And then I'm taking the Grizzlies on the money line and the Warriors on the money line. Right. And that together will get me $1,132 if it hits. On a $10 bet. On a $10 That's chasing, my friend. Of course. You said to chase. I know. I want you to chase. I like that. Brady, you don't look confident. You look scared. I don't like that. Your shoulders are up in your I ears. I got a good one, John. All right. Let's have it. It's uh, I wouldn't consider it chasing. It's a plus forty thousand. <laughs> plus forty thousand. Yeah, is a pretty big um, bet. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's see what you can get I've for got, uh, four thousand dollars for a ten dollar bet. Usually, that basically means somebody's anus has to fall out for this to happen. I've got uh, Anthony Davis to score okay. uh, plus thirty five. Street clothes. not happening. Luca maybe plus forty. Maybe. He averages thirty three a night. Billy Horschel to win the PGA uh, Honda Classic. Okay, is that a possibility? It's a, that's a plus. Um, yeah, he's the lowest one at plus eight hundred. Oh. oh, no kidding. Yeah, he's the favorite at plus eight hundred. Here's my. Uh, this is my Salim Karam to beat uh, Dowd Ch- in in table tennis. Well, that guy's good though. Dowd Chaib. We don't need your pronunciation. It's a plus yeah. sixteen hundred. <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> we believe you. We don't need to convince us. Winner gets forty grand. Thank you for your money. No, well, for a hundred dollars. So, uh, yeah. Th- oh, I did. No, a ten dollar bet is uh, forty thousand dollars. What? Then that's not a plus forty thousand. That's, that's a, a four, plus four hundred. Four hundred thousand five hundred twenty-five. There it is. This is the worst bet I've ever made. Thank you for your money, <laughs> Brady. Put a hundred dollars on that. There's just a win and half jumping a million. Off the Sears Tower. Yeah, that is. This isn't chasing. This is just flat out raping yourself. Fandu, I didn't using, realize using because it was right it was now. looking. The Salim Karam put right. it over the top, right? A little bit because before that. Now keep like, in mind, over the top would have been like six thousand. You decided yeah. to go with yeah, four hundred eighty. Text next step to five three three four two. Yep. I'm going for it, man. I'm going for it. (laughs) FanDuel is having meetings today going, do you believe this bet? (laughs) This This is what we need to... (laughs) I said, uh, I'm sitting there going, chase for 5,000. Brady puts up a half a million on his thing (laughs) because the odds of 5,000 were just not risky enough. So we did an Uh, ad for FanDuel before the Super Bowl saying, you know, to recognize... When you, ha- like John said, when you have a problem. And this isn't a problem. This is a guy who's <laughs> completely clueless. He's ch- he's a, well, I mean, it's That's beyond. That's not chasing. That's just That's building them. Throwing, throwing flames on everything. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I thought mine 11,000 was high. But plus I thought my 29,000 was high. The Anthony Davis is plus 600. Luke is plus 350. That's pretty good. Horschel's plus 650. Right. And then Karam is plus 1,600. Right. That's yeah. pr- they're all very yeah. high. Like, they're all risky bets to begin with. By the way, cram them all together. If you get one of those four, cash out. (laughs) They don't cash out on this because they're looking at it going, you're not getting this. (laughs) We're taking your money. No, if they if they offer you fifteen, they is won't. what I'm saying. They won't. Cash out. They I can't believe the boxing won't. glove didn't come out of his phone and punch him as soon as he <laughs> with replaced a, bet. I guarantee you, with a plus four hundred and eighty thousand. I might 000. I might change it up. No, no, no. You said it. That's it. Okay, it's it. it. So I was smart enough to say that the limit was five thousand. Keep it around yeah. there. I went to fifty one twenty seven. Brady went to half a million. Pussies. Well, I was at twenty nine thousand. It was at twenty nine. You all went a little high. 
which I'm, you know, hey, good, go get them, kids. That's the definition of chasing. <laughs> uh, I have Joel Embiid scoring 35-plus and getting 12-plus rebounds. Ooh. Very possible. Uh, I have a dart game between Michael Smith and Peter Wright where uh, both players throw four or more 180s. I don't know what that means. That means they score 180 around four or more times. Oh, wow. Each of them. Uh, and then Michael Gallus will beat Lucas Jiraki. Oh, that's a mistake. <laughs> I think that's table tennis. I don't even know what the I don't even know what sport it is. Minus plus five thousand one hundred twenty-seven, and I'm the reasonable one. You are out of all four of us. <laughs> and this just, was your just brain, a little, brainy well, because, idea. because the brain came up smart. <laughs> you pressured me. Look, plus five thousand is not going to happen. You morons decided to take it to levels where it's like, I bet the Indian Ocean is dry tomorrow. It's like you, you've more of a chance of getting hit by lightning than your bet. And I hope no, you get it. No, no, I did. No, yours isn't so bad no, compared to that. Oh, please, yours is like a lock <laughs> compared to his. His is 100 times less likely to hit than your crazy bet. <laughs> Plus 40,000. No, 400,000. I went 40 grand. Not on a $10 bet. I don't do numbers good. Sure do. This says 480,000. You said 40,000 to start. You didn't even know how many zeros were in your bet. Crazy. You're an insane person. <laughs> and you can't change it. It's already in. Nicely done. And they're not going to offer you a. You want to check out of this thing? They're looking at it like, we got you. Come on. Thank you. you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're going to get a letter. Thank you, friend. Uh, it's 937. But it's fun. And if Brady hits, oh, the noise you can make. If a real man would have taken that nonsense and put 100 bucks on it and just cashed out. There you go. I'm going to be upset. I am. I'm going to be upset if you didn't have the balls to go past 10 bucks on this insanity. Because you could have had a nice, you paid for everything. Now you only get 40000 on a plus 480000 That's insane. You're not going to hit it. The, the, the odds makers are telling you. like You know, there's... Uh, Come on, Karam. One and a half a million's chance you get this. We can run this back 499,000 times and you'll miss it. Every <laughs> time. It's 938. That's what makes this fun, though. I'm the reasonable one with a plus 5,000. We're chasing, baby. Uh, it's FanDuel. We're, somebody's going to hit something. We're all going to dance like babies. It's going to be awesome. It's like little E-Trade kits. Uh, we got the entertainment drill coming up next. Thank you, FanDuel, for making everything better. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I smelled that woman's urine. Oh, welcome back to the show, everybody. It's a long story. <laughs> You've entered a long story. Uh, it is time now. For uh, hold on, I'm getting all these people that are just going crazy. Somebody wanted to hear this. I had to do it. I don't know where I put it though. So it says, Brady, "Could you please play the drop where Brady tries to say numbers?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." And it was this one. Total of one hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars, two hundred eighty-three and sixteen cents. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, that was Brady's. Uh, that's the odds on his bet. Total of one hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars, two hundred eighty-three and sixteen cents. Yeah, still it's very <laughs> difficult. So this is the guy with a four nailed it four hundred and eighty thousand. Um, <laughs> I thought mine was ridiculous. I feel good now. And you know, it dawned on him. It's only four hundred and five thousand. Okay, but whatever it was, you don't get all indignant now, Mister Forty Thousand. Twenty five. Yeah, forty thousand. You know, Schwartz Laser Eye Center can help with <laughs> yeah. that. Oh yeah, they can. <laughs> Just pop yours out and put new ones in. Hopefully, eyes of an Asian. In the eyes of an Asian, then you can start seeing numbers better. <laughs> 
No, yeah. that's too easy. I'm, going, right, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm going to just turn your mic off. <laughs> uh, it's uh, time now for Brady to entertain us all. It's called the Brady Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. <laughs> I have a computer issue. I'm, I was just about to ask the leader to commit, but it kind of just jumped off the screen, and now it's back. Uh, it's brought to you by reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And, of course, yesterday I uh, went to uh, lunch with the gang out there for uh, Josh Ackerman's birthday, who is officially 40 today. Congratulations to Josh. He's taking a day and doing his 40th birthday and having a good time with that. And uh, going on and on and on about what they're doing. We're doing the, uh, the self-defense uh for women seminar, that's twenty uh, eighth. I think that one is officially done. But the uh, they're closing in on all the slots being full for the uh, gun safety course, and uh, they gave me a little rundown of what's going to happen at that thing. Oh man, you got to do it. Even if you like go in there and like at the end you're like, oh, I knew you're going to have so much fun with twenty one foot rule stuff and the things they've got planned and uh, learning how. Like, look, you carry a gun in your holster. What do I do if I need to get it? And find out what it's like to be under attack while you've got it. Like police go through these drills a lot of the times. It's like, here's what you do if, you know, somebody's looking at you with a bat and going, what do you do? What do you do? And you got it. You got to be careful when you're about to use lethal force. Can you actually do it? And the next thing you know, you got somebody behind you trying to take your gun. Because a lot of the times those guys work in tandem, especially when they're bad guys doing something. It's the old Jurassic Park. Distract them over here. Get that dude's gun. And now we've got a bigger weapon. Uh, and you learn how to eyeball situations, where to place yourself in these spots. And a lot of people don't think about that when they carry a gun. They think, I got higher force sitting on my hip. I'm the baddest dude in the room. You're also uh, the potential to be the worst thing that's ever happened in that room. And they'll teach you how to get out of those situations in a big way. Gun safety, guys, There's everybody who carries a gun should be all about learning more safety while you carry it. Nobody should ever be too tough to go, oh, I already know everything. They can teach you something, and I'm telling you right now, it's like Brett's been through it too. Mm -hmm. They will teach you something, you're like, wow, I should have known that. I've been carrying a gun kind of stupid. I should have known this little detail. Even if you walk away learning one thing, you walked away learning something that made you a little bit better at being a a carry guy, which is huge. And I'll never understand some of the places people carry their guns. Putting it in the crack of your ass has never made sense to me. In the back of your, none of it. And they'll show you exactly why it's a bad idea. Uh, It's an eye-opener. And if you want to be part of it, you go to reactdefense.com. I'm definitely going to be out there. And get your CCW stuff uh, through that course as well. Find out how it all works at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black, Brady. The Academy created a crisis team for this year's Oscars. In case somebody goes nuts again. Yeah, in case there's a slap. Let's hope something doesn't happen, but we never have to uh, use these. But we have frameworks in place, crisis plans, crisis communication teams. Put that framework in place all around me. (laughs) I want that to be my day. Envelop me. Envelop me in crisis team. (laughs) Chris Rock's just surrounded by me and the crisis team. I ain't going on stage by myself. You think I'm crazy? Got Muhammad Ali trying to kill my ass. that. Did you say all right, who's hosting this year? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know who's yeah. hosting. I'll Is look it Kimmel up. back on? I'll look it up. Hopefully it's Fallon. Oh, God. It's, no. It's on ABC, <laughs> so they wouldn't let Fallon do it. But I wonder. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. They're going to the safe routes. Yep. Jimmy does a nice job. It's not going to be too crazy. Funny enough. Move on. Remember the uh, scene in Game of Thrones where the coffee cup was in it? The Starbucks cup, yeah. HBO has done it again in The Last of Us. There's a scene where two characters are crossing a bridge, and during the wide overhead shot, you can clearly see a film crew 
off to the side, film crew member, and some other stuff. It's on um, and other stuff. Uh, there's tons I think of other equipment. Stuff. Oh, oh so you wouldn't even notice. It's just a thing. There's yeah. a lot of like someone posted on TikTok. Things. This guy's setting up cameras. Guy's for just other sitting stuff. there. Yeah. That's easy. It's it's better than something that doesn't exist at yeah, all. I, I consider that one different. You know, I'd rather have some kind of random cup or a product in there that's a mistake. Right. That shouldn't that's, be there. Yeah. But still, it's post-apocalyptic. It could have a Starbucks cup in it, right? Well, post-apocalyptic, you could have a film crew in another part of exactly. the bridge crossing. Right? Yeah. But you can't have, like, you know, what didn't get invented. Like, they wouldn't have Apple phones. So, because uh, right. the apocalypse happened in 2003. Sesame Street posted a clip. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. Brady's certified login name for FanDuel, or his login name is Certified Dumbass Six Nine. All right. <laughs> I hope you certified. win. I hope you win, and I go, yeah, Certified Dumbass Four Hundred Thousand. Well, I only put ten dollars on it because I'm a coward. Hundred bucks, man. Add a zero to that win. Sesame Street posted a clip of Lizzo hanging out with Elmo and playing a cookie flute. It lasted three seconds. And then she ate both she of them. <laughs> <laughs> Elmo doesn't like this. Elmo feels threatened. And another clip, Lizzo gifted <laughs> Elmo a bottle of uh, balsamic vinegar. And bathe in this. Come back in an hour. Elmo's being basted. <laughs> You're going to eat you, Elmo. Pink says she and Gwen Stefani were invited along with Jennifer Lopez to perform with Madonna at the 2003 VMAs. And Madonna wanted all of them to make out. Yeah. That was when the Britney and Christina thing turned into a big make out. And Madonna wanted them all to. And now Madonna's. Have you seen Madonna? Because she looks so bad at the Grammy. She put out a post and goes, well, now that my surgery swelling has gone down, here's I look cute now. And it's like, why did you go on TV all swollen then? Yeah. Why didn't it's you mention that weird. the minute everybody said you looked crazy? You didn't say, hey, I just had surgery a couple of days ago. I'm all puffy. She looked insane on the Grammys. They, didn't, they wouldn't put the camera close to her. She was so hard to look at. The shot started deep and never closed in. It stayed far away. And she looked bad that way. Wendy Williams would like you to know she's lost 138 pounds. Wow. Who? Wendy Williams. Oh, the one who farted on on her show or something like that? I don't believe that. I think Brady had that story. (laughs) All right. I'm going to look that up. I remember she she passed out once. She did on her show. and she Yeah, she passed out one time. I remember her passing out. Then I guess she was passing gas on the one. I don't remember that part. Her farting. It was pretty solid. Supposedly, there's a video. Pretty solid. Farm. Don't talk about it. It was solid, Wendy Williams, too. I hope it was solid. It was a good air biscuit. <laughs> nice, <laughs> fun stuff listening to Wendy Williams pooping. <laughs> Nailed it. Might get a commercial, though. Hey, girl. <laughs> Whoops. Is, is Did you watch like the uh, Masked Singer, Brett, last night? What's that? Yeah. Did you watch the Masked Singer? I did, actually. Did you? Yeah. Oh, who was the, who was the ma- in the masks? Uh, You're addicted uh, at this point. No, it's just on, and I'm like, all right, who the hell was it? Uh, oh, it was uh, Howie Mandel was one of them. Oh, Howie was under a yeah. revealed and Debbie two. Gibson. Yeah, Debbie oh. Gibson was the other, yep. This is exactly the type of audience that they get. Lots of good products. <laughs> they, you know, and she probably got five new boyfriends. Well, I didn't hear a fart. Mm-hmm. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but, you know, just a matter of time. Well, she's not beginning. lonely. Yeah. She burped. Oh, and and farted. Farted. Oh, and farted. Farted. Let's go back. Just a matter I didn't hear of time. A fart too. She's not lonely. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, she farts. <laughs> no question, not to double up. <laughs> wow. She did that every what day. Her show would still be going. <laughs> well, she got, she got sick, so now it's another girl. They replaced her, and they call it something else now. Isn't that everybody's excuse? That no, she got sick. Oh, she like, really almost died. <laughs> I just heard from a buddy of mine. He's matching my bet. Gold tooth? Dr. No, tooth? Mike Ice. <laughs> oh, Mikey Ice. That's a smart bet to match. <laughs> Look, Mike, that's brilliant. The dude's throwing half a million uh, dollar bets out there. For ten dollars, you can. Win. I studied it. Bank yeah. it. For ten dollars, you can get a, a nice Here's you my... know, Tesla S. Okay, sure. Why not? Thing cost me ten bucks. I made the craziest, dumbest bet in Fanduel history. <laughs> and nailed it. Oh, the indignant nature of called it is going to be uh, palpable. The assholes it. we will be oh, if he hits. No, oh, the assholes God. he will be if he hits. <laughs> Hey, who's the one who walked around with the 40, 400 and... F- I don't even know how much Lock it is. Lock it down. I'm, how much... I've, I'm not real sure how much I won. Total of $139,000, and 16 cents. That's right. A whole <laughs> bunch of numbers in that. No reason to label them properly. Uh, that's it. Let's get the hell out of here, shall we? We're done. Larry's coming up next, and I believe that means he's got things for you to hang on to. So you'd be nice to oh, let yeah, and I'm out tonight. Oh, yeah, you're going I'll to be eat. over at EOS. And? EOS Fitness at uh, in Surprise. The Bell and 303 right. from 5 o'clock till 7 tonight. So. All right. Hang on out there uh, with Brett and uh, try to break the fist bumping record once again. Failed at yeah. uh, Raising Cane's here. The, the number's like 310 or, as Brady would say, 300,000. <laughs> Either way, that's a record. So get on out there to uh, EOS with Brett. Where is it again? Uh, Bell and the 303. Oh, you got to drive. Yeah. Five right seven by now. the zoo. Yeah, you should leave now. And then Bray's got the zoo on Saturday. Got to be all yeah. prepped up for that soon. Uh, we're done. Have yourselves a grand Thursday, and we will see you maybe a lot richer. Well, actually, your last bet has to happen it's on gonna Sunday. It's going to be big. Oof. Got a big weekend of tension at Brady's house. <laughs> uh, Ten bucks can go two ways. Uh, we're done. Larry's next. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning sickness. So long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.